0: You're listening to The People's Wrestling Podcast with your host, Ali Bunker.
1: Welcome back to the PWP, everyone. Still loving our snazzy new intro. I am, of course, your host, Ali Bunker. And this week I'm joined by not only Aiden Bunker, to my right. Aiden, how are you? I'm all right, yeah. Not only Matt Bunker, Matt Bumby, sorry. <laughs> oh, you're almost an honorary Bunker, Matt, uh, over the phone. How are you, Matt? Yes, be... I've been
0: down since day one-ish.
1: Is this going to be a new thing where we ask you how you are and you respond in kind with music?
2: I could. <laughs> Matt's gimmick.
1: Matt's new gimmick. He's moved on from hating the rock. Now he just responds in, in music
0: only. Did you like that one, though? Yeah, it was all right. Because I've
2: been That's down my
1: gimmick
0: since <laughs> <laughs> day
1: what? one is H. Right. Does anybody know what that means yet?
2: What day one is H means? What oh, is ish. I think it's meant to be shit. But the but PG what? version.
1: But why have they been <laughs> down since day one shit?
2: <laughs> Just from I don't know, from this shit since
1: their first shit on day one. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> so, let's get Let's get to the elephant in the room. Wrestlemania was at the weekend, in case you hadn't heard um and it was it's a... not a very nice way
0: to describe the new guest <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: <that's laughs> i thought you were gonna introduce him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh god
1: no we're
0: gonna, gonna talk about wrestlemania
1: oh you've just given away the fact that we've got a new a special guest in the room right wrestlemania was a the weekend and we had a hell of a party um at mk11 here in Kings, didn't we i don't remember <laughs> <laughs> i think you probably remember significantly more than I do. Yep. Um, pro- Probably because I was asleep for a little bit of it. <laughs> and where, in where in did you toilet. sleep? <laughs> uh, I had a sit down in the toilet because it was warm uh, and had a little bit of a nap. <laughs> um, but hey, you know, it's a long show, right? Um. That's no excuse. Is it not? I don't know.
2: I'm not. I'm not a spring chicken anymore. Maybe if you come out feeling re- recharged and refreshed, <laughs> but you came out just more tired than yeah, when you went I know. in.
1: Yeah. I'm not quite sure how long I was in there for, or what. <laughs> About I, like 15 minutes. Or what I actually missed. Um, well,
0: me and Aiden went for a piss,
1: and both came out and both went. Oh, where's Ali? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um. But it was good fun, right? We uh we had a great time at MK11. We we couldn't catch the pre-show, so we tried to watch it on our phones. But let's face it, we didn't really miss much, did we?
0: No, no yeah. bullshit.
1: Um, but what we did do is win the quiz for the second time. So two Royal for Rumble, two, baby. Royal Rumble first time, WrestleMania second time. This time, this time the uh, prize pot was significantly larger. <laughs> um, but we took home all 113 of those pounds sterling. Um, no, we didn't then, take it home. And then pretty well, yeah, proceeded to... We invested it. We the took it to the table. We, we reinvested in MK11, let's put it that way. Um, But yeah, I did come home with a, a shit ton of change, though, so <laughs> maybe I've got some of it. I don't know. Um, But it was good fun. Um, shout out to my mate Ashley from school, by the way, who was helping us out on the quiz. Proved to be quite a useful asset. Um, And his mate, can't remember his name. Sorry about that. Uh, but yeah it was good fun like Wrestlemania is a long old show um, and, but it certainly makes it more interesting um, when you're around like minded people in a slightly alcoholic environment Um Matt, how did you find it oh,
0: it was great I, I loved it I loved every minute of
1: it yeah even when you uh, hit me with a wet floor sign as I came out of the toilet <laughs> sorry you, you slapped me in the face <laughs> Yeah, but I'm sure you deserved it.
0: I'm sure you deserved I was getting hit by a wet floss <laughs> on.
1: I've been trying to figure out why I've got a bruise on my arm for the last three days.
0: Well, it wasn't that. I didn't eat you that
1: hard. Wow, well, I think you might have got me with the point of uh, one of the ends of it. Um, but thankfully the doorman had my back and he was there telling you not to do it. So that was great. Great work from and, him.
0: And then tried to convince me it wasn't raining outside.
1: Yeah, and let's face it, it was pissing it down. <laughs> yeah, it was. We got so, but six o'clock by the time we got home, pretty much. So uh, good day's work, obviously.
2: I think I left the house not shortly after six, in the first place to get to yours as well. (laughs) It's like a twelve-hour day.
1: It was, yeah, it's a twelve-hour shift uh, that we pulled.
0: I think I pulled a uh, thirteen-hour shift. You're
1: a bit longer, aren't you? You got to mine for quarter to six, I think. Although you you got there originally a bit earlier, didn't you? Yeah, so it was a long, long old day, Um, and suffice to say, it started really well, but then it sort of faded in the second half. Let's put it that way. Um, I think people—I don't know if you guys agree—I think people might have been a little bit tired by sort of the post-Daniel Bryan Shemman tag match, Um, and that really had an impact on the firstly the crowd. (laughs) Uh, the live crowd in New Orleans and, and me as well. <laughs> I think from that point on I was just exhausted. It didn't help that a lot of the matches were emotionally draining.
2: <laughs> yeah, I think um especially the the
1: Ronda match. Yeah. That took a lot out of everyone. That was a roller coaster. Uh a Charlotte as well was a bit of an emotional roller
2: coaster. <laughs> that was only the second match. I
1: know. Uh well that technically it was the fifth. Well uh, which...
0: The United States Championship?
1: Whoa. Oh, well, what a match. Um, but we'll... <laughs> we'll get more into the uh, the card, the matches itself. But what I wanted to do is introduce to you guys um, it's a very special guest, the first guest we've ever had on the podcast, actually. Um, he's come all the way from the bedroom next door. It's uh, Aiden and I's little, little brother. It's Jamie. Whoa.
0: Can we just mention that he said, quote, this podcast will never happen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we brought him in, so that we can prove to him that it does actually happen. And I know he listens to it, don't you?
3: Yeah, yeah I do. I do listen to it. Good.
1: Um, so, Jamie, what I wanted to just get your Welcome
3: thoughts...
1: to adulthood, son. <laughs> so, no, no comment. Well, I wanted to get your thoughts on, Jamie. Um, as a younger member of the WWE universe, and someone who hasn't been necessarily immersed in it for their whole lives, like we were. What were what was your take on WrestleMania as a spectacle? Did you manage to stay up for the whole thing, for a start? Uh, and what was your was your highlight?
3: So, yeah, I did manage to stay up for the whole thing. Um, I mean, like you said, unlike you and Aiden, I haven't been into WWE as long as you guys. I remember as a kid, I used to be like, why are you watching wrestling? But now I really like it. Um, I kind of thought my highlight was... Um, it was it's The Undertaker versus John Cena just by far Undertaker's return was amazing and I always said to Aiden, uh, he'd come back and he's like no he's not he's not going to come back but yeah, when it happened I was texting but like I told you he'd be back so
0: of that so seven hour show you like two minutes thirty five minutes seconds of it <laughs> hey 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 it was
3: more like three minutes
1: <laughs> so it's, that's a, it's a very interesting point actually because I think you might sounds need... like
3: me trying to
2: reason with Tasha <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, <laughs> I think you might be the first person who I've spoken to or seen anything written by um, who says that the Undertaker John Cena segment was their highlight of WrestleMania. Why was it the highlight for you?
3: I think it, it was more the highlight for me because ever since I got into Ooh, WWE, you're an Undertaker Mark. Undertaker was <laughs> <laughs> the Undertaker was like my like my favourite character in like WWE games or action figures as a kid and he's the one who actually originally got me into WWE because I used to think oh he's really cool he's able to take everyone there and then he got his like 21 street to whatever it was and then I don't know when he when he left it was quite sad and I always thought oh I hope he comes back and then he came back and I was so excited I was like stopping my, first, my myself from screaming <laughs> <laughs> I was sort of you, you can I tell he's now. a young fan like,
1: yes, yeah say that, say that again Matt
0: you can tell he's a young fan yeah, because we've mean, had about seventeen years of him going. Oh, see you later. And I'll come back
1: next year. <laughs> so yeah, Matt makes a very valid point, Joey. Mm-hmm. So um, as yeah, someone who newer to the product, that's something that we see on a very regular occasion. Yeah. But you can't deny, uh, and Aiden and Matt, you're probably in the same boat as me here, where it it kind of loses its luster every single time it happens. But you can't deny the Undertaker at WrestleMania is a spectacle.
0: Okay, uh-huh. so I'm going to say one thing here, and it might get me into a lot of bother with everyone, but...
1: You're going to get heat with the IWC.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I might. Um, I preferred Elias coming out rather than The Undertaker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so fair to say, Jamie, that you don't share that opinion.
3: I do not agree at all. So this
0: is, And uh... the line were you expecting someone yeah, else yeah I
1: think that was well, that, I mean, that was... was
3: kind of funny when it went all dark and they walked out I was like oh sorry were you expecting someone else and everyone you could hear everyone in the ground saying yes so
2: I'm glad they did it that way yeah in it that, was a bit of a twist like not only did was it someone else coming out but um, the whole like Cena beats him up he's waiting around and then Cena's music just hits and he's like ugh and you, you can see like he gets up on the top robes posing for the crowd but he's like oh fine yeah. goes halfway up the ramp so they proper yeah they, they proper went almost it. the whole hog with it didn't yeah.
1: they? basically tr- trying to trick the crowd
2: it does seem weird though when you think about it earlier in the night ref coming down like they be trying to make Cena like oh he's going to be in the crowd for rest of me. he's only in the crowd for two matches yeah, yeah. <laughs> um Five. Oh yeah. The... <laughs> yeah. He was there for the
0: whole of the fucking god.
2: <laughs> um. But then ref coming down being like, he, he's here. Like he wants a match, Undertaker wants a match. Like, I'm assuming he said the word Undertaker. I think unless he, just he maybe just. I
0: think
1: he said he's here.
3: Oh, well, I'm, I'm not even sure. He might have just said like we've got a match for you or something because he didn't really sort of specify. And he just... Well, he did though. He just ran over. He just jumped over the barrier and just ran up the ramp. And even you could hear the commentators. Um, you just hear them saying like oh my god where's he going what's happening
1: yeah it was it was different i'll give i'll give wwe that it was a different take on a build to a match and i'm then- not sure i liked that take but i think as jamie's proving it's it's you know different folks different strokes for different folks
2: for something which um seems to be very last minute yeah. booked it was exactly what it should have been I think especially the match itself like out out of modern day Taker I don't really want any more than 5 minutes I don't know if he wants any more than 5 minutes
1: the problem is how are we supposed to believe that in 2 minutes of 35 seconds or whatever it was Undertaker could be a full time regularly performing at top level John Cena I know John Cena probably ha- hasn't actually won many matches in the, in the, <laughs> the past or a year so or I so. So I don't
0: know if anyone else has seen this. I imagine we all have. That he's going to fight Rusev at this Greatest Royal Rumble.
1: Yes, we've seen that. In, in a, a casket, casket match.
0: match. Like, I would like something like that to be his end.
1: What, to him, to lose?
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. To Rusev. Oh. I don't think. Mm. Like,
0: like I've always said in the casket match... When you lose a casket match, you should fuck off.
1: <laughs> you shouldn't be seen for a while. Let's put it that way.
0: Maybe he shouldn't ever be seen again.
1: Well, I mean, I don't
3: know. A lot of, a lot of people would disagree with there, though. A lot because you got you got to admit, like, John Cena, like he yeah. A lot of people don't like him, but he does get the crowd electrified. He gets them all. I am not cool. in this.
0: I am not in this podcast going to be liked. <laughs>
2: I don't think he's saying that Cena gets put in the casket. Undertaker. Oh
3: yeah, but even Undertaker, he does the same thing. The second, like, even the lights went off, you could hear the entire crowd screaming. And the second you hear the first ding or dong, dong <laughs> ding, dong, or ding, ding, ding. ding or dong or <laughs> ding dong. Yeah, when no, you first hear the the, the first note, the theme song, you can just hear the crowd going from a normal cheer to, like they're all screaming because they know he's finally here. But I'm bored
2: of it. That only bored happens of once it. a year.
3: Yeah, which
1: you know maybe is part of the appeal. I don't know. Um, what else were your highlights from from Mania,
3: Jamie? Uh, I kind of liked. I liked the. Um, oh, what was it? I liked the Rondo match. her uh, first match there was a pretty good match. Um, although I didn't. Steph like looked fit, uh, <laughs> fit, didn't she? What? Was that Steph looked fit, didn't she?
1: Of that, I think we all are agreed. Um, go on, Jay.
3: I don't know. Um, I was thinking, like, it wasn't. I wasn't a massive fan of it. I, I can understand that she got into a massive fight, and Stephanie and that sort of got in an argument. But what I don't like is that that was her first match. That was her first match in the entire sort of WWE like, career. And her first match is like a main match when there's like other wrestlers who fight a lot trying to get that position. She just comes along from MMA and gets. Pretty big match straight away with
1: Kurt kind of Angle. It's certainly a pretty valid point, and I think what you have to consider, Jamie, is is who she is and her star power. She's Ronda Rousey, so she's come from UFC.
2: She's the most. And how much she's getting in, in that contract? World. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah and money does obviously pay a big part in it as well. But it's for, it works both ways for WWE. She's a big name to to market and to advertise. So I tell you who it did work wonders for: Stephanie McMahon. <laughs>
2: I feel like Stephanie, maybe even more so than Ronda, was the MVP of the match. Yeah, I, yeah, it felt course. like she was the in-ring veteran who glued the match together, because yeah. although of Kurt and Triple H were there, and between them they've got like 40-something years of wrestling experience, Yeah, like it was 75% centred, if not more, around mm. Stephanie and Ronda, with Stephanie taking the lead.
1: And I know we don't often do this on PWP, but can we just give Ronda Rousey a round of applause? Yes, we can. Because for someone's first match, in, and, and as Jamie, as you say, in a, a big main match against high-calibre opposition, Triple H, Kurt Angle, obviously high-calibre uh, wrestlers in their own in their own way. But Stephanie is a is a huge character on WWE TV. Such a, a massive part of the the machine and of the product. Um, for someone to come in to WrestleMania and perform in front of seventy five thousand people in the way that she did, I know she's got combat experience, um, but I mean, I don't remember a debut that good.
2: I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't know exactly what I was expecting. Um, I think I thought, what I
1: expected her to be sloppier.
2: What I was most surprised by, I think, was her selling. Yeah. A little bit too much in places, do you think? Do,
0: um, do you know
1: what Stephanie it is? I Don't
0: think you? her promos there are down, but she can fight.
1: Yeah, and it, but she can't. She it's not that she can't. It's not that she can only fight. She can actually wrestle now. Yeah, like yeah. she's already shown in you know the fairly brief in ring bits that she had with Steph that she can go. Like she can she can perform how she needs to as a in ring wrestler in WWE I don't think there was any doubt that she could fight um, and yeah her promos could do with some work but I mean that will
2: come was anyone else surprised by at Wrestlemania of all shows where they've got like most of the sponsors and people watching or whatever that Triple H put his hands on Ronda and lit, like, yanked her yeah, out of the ring
3: yeah that is true <laughs> I was quite surprised about that when I thought because I thought there was obviously that rule you can't really do that but then kind of went on one on one with her and I you don't know he didn't around, just he like pulled her around. out of the
2: ring and she turned around and slapped him or whatever he literally yanked her he out she landed on her face yeah. on the floor he did
1: yank her out with <laughs> quite some force um, but what, as I say we'll get into the matches in a little bit more detail so Jamie any other highlights from you um, as a younger fan I'd be interested to see what to get your take on the AJ Shinsuke Nakamura match because uh, we all sort of had it built to us as a dream match um, you probably don't understand why
3: well, I mean, I know um, Aiden... I remember when AJ Styles first returned back after however long he was gone. I remember...
1: Well, he, he debuted and didn't return. He'd never been in WWE. He had a tryout match, well, but he'd never yeah, been in yeah, WWE. Yeah, but I
3: remember uh, Aiden spoke to me one time. He said AJ Styles is like the person who he built his uh, WWE 2K, like, 15 character off of. He used to call well, him to all, AJ all of, my, uh,
2: yeah. all of my characters growing yeah. up, they are always called AJ.
3: Yeah, so... But when,
2: but partly because of my first two initials. <laughs>
3: But yeah, I I really enjoyed that match. I liked, they were both got their own like unique style of fighting. Like AJ's got like the phenomenal, and he's got the crowd always cheering his name. But then it's the same thing for Shinsuke. He's got the crowd cheering, people sing along to his song, and he's got just an amazing sort of fighting technique.
1: Hell of an entrance as well, right? Yeah, it that was the
0: best bit about the
3: match. <laughs> You
2: told us that Buddy Alice Cooper Would be doing his entrance It was, it was Alice guitarist, guitarist. <laughs> You said it'd be Alice Cooper We were like How the hell is this going to work? I was looking out for him In like the orchestra or something Like when's he coming in
1: But um So yeah we, I mean we got, we got We got, we had it billed as a dream match I don't think it quite Lived up to those expectations um, No it
0: didn't Live th- up to those expectations
2: I think that was Partly on purpose
1: Yeah I believe it probably was as well
0: uh, Yeah I do as well
1: so that as we'll get hopefully we'll get a series of these back and forth uh, and they'll all be pretty great matches from now on uh, I'll tell you
2: what people say wrestling's predictable I'll tell you what didn't, it didn't, didn't work out predict, well for our predictions what, it worked out, it worked for, out right for you well, okay. I predicted AJ but I'm
3: talking about
1: the after bit. I mean the card as a whole didn't work out well for no. our predictions no, it but did didn't it, I did not see the heel turn coming no. did you Jamie did you see that coming no
3: I was just going to say that. i at the end of the game I was, AJ wins obviously and I sort of I liked how he was about to give he was giving respect to Shinzi, he was saying he's basically saying well done he's like giving him respect and then he goes with a low blow and I can't I was quite disappointed
2: even when he was on his knee like, that
3: was a hell of a low blow <laughs> that
2: was pretty really forceful like, he
3: legit, he came off his feet <laughs> and yeah. was down for the rest of the thing
1: yeah um, but I think so Jamie you, you say you didn't see it come in and you were disappointed in it that is, that's exactly what you WWE would have wanted yeah, that's what I know But
3: I kind of thought okay, maybe it might You're be like Vince's perfect audience yeah. member
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah you are I think Vince would love you um, And we've loved having you on Jamie That's about all we've got time for With you this week um,
2: You're, yeah, always, so well, like
1: you're <laughs> always welcome on Whenever you like um,
2: <laughs> Can I share some of my favourite WrestleMania memories of Jamie's, <laughs> not from this WrestleMania, but <laughs> go
1: on then. I think I know what you're okay. going to say <laughs>
2: from WrestleMania 31, oh, no. where Jay, I, I, I sent Jamie a link and as to how he how he oh, I can't speak how he could watch it online. Yeah, I got strange. a couple of Facebook messages here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you remember the um, Sting Triple H match when uh, oh, the we DX and, and, we and the yeah, NWO we came out? Or as Jamie put it... Uh, oh my god, Hulk Hogan and two others.
3: <laughs> oh my god, they're so old. I honestly couldn't remember their names at the time. I was just like trying to message
2: them. And speaking of Ronda, holy crap, The Rock and that woman just owned the authority.
3: Yeah, I wasn't a fan of her when she just came out of the crowd. And then
2: finally, at the very end of WrestleMania... <laughs> screw you, Seth, you piece of crap, go die in a hole.
3: No, I wasn't a massive fan of him then. No. Fair, to, I say, know,
1: fair to say you weren't Seth's biggest fan at WrestleMania 31. Oh, I hated him. <laughs> well, I <laughs> well, I was like losing kind of my
2: mind in my room next door, Jamie was telling him to go die. <laughs> in a hole. In
1: a hole. Yes. Um, yeah. Right, well, on that note, Jamie, thank you for joining us. It's good. You are free to take your leave. Um, <laughs> but yeah, hope hope you enjoyed yourself on PWP, your first yeah, taste of the, uh, the podcast. So thanks for joining us.
3: Thanks for
1: having me. Right, guys. So... Full mania um, Now as we were saying Unpredictable card I think We uh, We tried our best With our predictions Some of us Did a little bit better Than others um, But there was 14 matches On this card And the highest That any of us got Was 6 right So that tells you something About the unpredictable also nature
2: also a bonus point For Broad's partner Yeah That
1: tells you yeah, something
0: Yeah if anyone Ever got that Apart from his dad Who was the referee <laughs> I, I don't was think to even
2: be fair, I,
1: I think after Rey Mysterio and then maybe Elias, I think Nicholas was going to be my third choice, but I, sh- I just didn't think it was going to happen.
2: Have you seen that Nicholas is all in? Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. So unpredictable card. Um. It seemed like this was a deliberate approach from WWE to throw everybody off in pretty much all the matches, um, with a couple of exceptions. Um, we start with the pre-show, so Do we, we hope, have to. Well, we kind of have to, to skim over it. The very first match of the night, the uh, Andre the Giant slash Jobber Battle Royal. I
0: was just about to say the Jobber Battle
1: Royal uh, was won by Matt Hardy, with an assistance, well, with an assist from Bray Wyatt. Um, fair to say, nobody knew what the hell was going on. No. Was Bray in the match? Was he not <laughs> in the match? And they didn't ring the bell for a yeah, while. Yeah, it didn't
2: help that they just did nothing for yeah, 25 seconds it's
1: kind of like they, they came up with the the return angle with where he came in and helped him and then didn't think that people might think oh maybe brazen the match yeah
2: <laughs> if they just rung the bell straight away and played his music would have been it, fine it would
1: have been it was awkward wasn't it yeah it was awkward and, and I, I mean didn't really make a whole, a whole lot of sense but um, I think I got this one right
2: yeah, you, you did yeah me, me and Ali me and Matt predicted Elias who we were told was in it yeah, i apparently yeah. most of the it so, was as well. I think I a think lot of people get a bonus points for that. <laughs> I think a
1: lot of people had predicted Elias. Immediate handicap, there. That's
2: not fair.
1: Uh, it was, a, yeah, it's a little bit unfair, isn't it? But um, hey ho. The second match of the night, I believe, was the cruiserweight championship match, right?
2: Which happened really quick. It well, did. It did happen really quick, but I think that's just because we weren't paying that much attention to it. Because it actually, went twelve minutes and twenty seconds. Oh, did it? Wow, it didn't seem like that the at the, the, time. M- the first Battle royal was 15, nearly 16 minutes This match was 12 minutes And the women's Battle royal was just under 10 Well, fair
1: enough uh, It does beg the question Why do we need a two hour kickoff show When <laughs> we've got three matches Going just over half an hour Between them
0: Because there's a- amazing video packages That have to be played <laughs>
1: We've got an hour and a half of non wrestling stuff on
0: that show. Um with people like Booker T going, You look really Jack <laughs> Uh
1: three ninety nine, that's what we kept saying. <laughs> um but yeah, I, I mean as much as I'd love to see Renee for an hour and a half of non wrestling related stuff. I mean a pre show for two kickoff show for two hours really I mean an hour would have sufficed,
2: right? Uh well- I guess I don't see the point in a kick-off show. you
1: you've got to get everyone on the payday, have you? you got to get everyone on the show. So, <clears throat> I mean, kudos to WWE for trying to get everyone on the show. In the past, there's been big sort of... I know, I know there's been fallouts on based on WrestleMania absentees and things like that, so fair enough. They're trying to get everyone on. But it just it makes it so, so long. Uh, it's very difficult to actually sit through it all. Uh, the kickoff show, we didn't really watch in much detail, did we? No. I, I mean, aside from probably the end of the women's match, um, where we had. There was a little bit of
0: confusion going
1: on. Because Which we was wa-
0: spoiled for us by the blow behind.
1: Well, yeah, we were watching it on my phone, or one of our phones. right, And there was a guy who was watching it on their phone, who was a couple of seconds ahead of us.
2: Spoiled <laughs> for me specifically, because I celebrated my arse off as I predicted <laughs> Bailey. Yeah. So-
1: was convinced that he got his, 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 his he was off the mark for the evening. Oh no! Did we all pick Cedric Alexander to win? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so okay, so you you convinced that you have taken a lead with your Bailey prediction. Um, no, have come in, draw me in. But um, no, not to be. Apparently Naomi still in the match. Who knows? Yeah. So
2: we're mid celebrating, and the guys go, "Oh, are you watching it? Oh, you might want to wait a couple of seconds." We're like what? Next thing you know, fucking Naomi comes out of nowhere, asked to face, which I then. Watched it back on Monday with a clear head, still no idea what happened. Why was she out on the floor? <laughs> yeah, guessing she just rolled under. Yeah, no but with like sleeping. No real explanation. She was doing a Sasha Banks Royal Rumble tactic. Yeah,
1: or Roman Reigns Royal Rumble tactic. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a bit odd. Um, Bailey seemed to me like the natural winner of that
2: match, and the crowd reaction. Mm
1: it's the biggest reaction Bailey's ever got yeah
2: people lost their minds and then people were actually booing Naomi
1: yeah it just baffled me yeah I don't I didn't see the um, and to be fair that women's battle rule didn't do any good for anyone other than Bailey and Sasha really and actually not even Sasha but Bailey mainly
2: Bailey got dumped no not Bailey's like Becky got dumped halfway through with like no no spotlight she got an entrance yeah, one of the only ones. Um, they, at WrestleMania spent, of all places, Bailey didn't get her inflatable wavy arm tube men thingies. Yeah,
1: I think they spent all the money on the fireworks. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was. Just, it didn't do any good for anyone other than Bailey, and to have Bailey not win it just didn't make any sense to me.
2: Yeah, wasn't wasn't great.
1: Not much about the women's division doesn't make much sense these days. Um, anyway, that's the kickoff. That is the kickoff. So we get on to the main card then. So the, the the first show, the first match of the show, of the main show, was an absolute barnstorm.
2: And this thought. is how you kick off a yeah. WrestleMania. This is
0: how you start a WrestleMania.
1: Firstly, props to the crowd for the, the pop for Seth Rollins. As I know it's it's the first first guy out on the uh, on the main show is always going to get a good pop, but um, I thought they they went in on that and burned it down, didn't
2: they? Yeah, I think the fact that also there was these giant flames. Yeah, helped as well yeah, the
1: entrance was really cool to yeah. be fair i think we all
2: went in on the burn it down yeah. Yeah, we did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just fun isn't it it's fun to shout
2: mm, I, like I sometimes do it in the car because like the, the version on spotify doesn't have that bit so i just do it in the car anyway that <laughs> <It> sounds awful
1: <laughs> uh I'm picturing that now that's, that's i cool. think
0: that was very over and uh adam cole baby was that a... That was a, yeah, that was one of our favourites of the night, I think.
1: <laughs> PWP, baby! Baby!
2: That was our team name. That
1: was our team name. Our winning team name. That should you know. be our podcast. <laughs> um, We can't change the name of the podcast. Um, but yep. Finn and um, Miz obviously played their part in this as well, but Seth ultimately came out the winner. It was, for me, tied, if not, the match of the night. Oof!
2: You know what I like about this match? Except Except one. One? <laughs> we were all worried about them getting not enough, not getting enough time. Maybe just shoved it in the middle of the card. Yeah, they kicked off the show and they got over fifteen minutes. Yeah, I think
1: yeah. This is exactly where this match needed to be. Yeah, uh, and I think they 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 played it perfectly. And, and I think
2: without the without the Miz's work over the last couple of years with that title. That, wouldn't have happened.
0: No, really. Props to the Miz for for, for that. Do I mean. you know what? As well, him coming out on his own and not having any heelish.
2: Yeah. Yeah. He literally he he didn't Work. fight like a heel in the entire he match.
0: As a face in this match, didn't he?
2: Yeah.
1: Which is yeah. a little bit disconcerting to see because I'm just not used to the Miz not being a dickhead heel.
2: Did Did anyone like though, the? the I found them quite cool. The 3D entrances for certain people. Yeah. Oh, I thought they were all right.
1: Yeah. It was but, just like
2: i for the live crowd, nothing, but I've never seen it before. I Didn't mean, expect it.
1: There were certain ones which I weren't, wasn't too keen on. I wasn't too keen on the Asco ones because I thought they looked a little bit naff. I thought um, it looked right. But the rest, yeah, the others I thought were pretty cool. I think it was only
2: Miz and New Day otherwise.
1: Yeah, the Miz's one was good. I really liked that. Just uh, words
2: associated with the Miz. Yeah. <laughs> A-lister, hot wife. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought... This match, for me, didn't quite steal the show because, I mean, there was a lot of good matches on the show, mainly in the first half, Um, but it it certainly was up there for me as match of the night.
2: Yeah. The triple threat. Yeah. Yeah, I I think it burned it down.
1: (laughs) And I think they got it right with the the winner as well. I think I was... I mean, I went for Finn in the predictions. Matt went
2: for Matt. Uh, Matt went for Matt. Matt went for Seth.
1: (laughs) Matt went for Seth and you went for... The Miz The Miz So we had a, the Miz. We had a Which
2: automatically Made the match More interesting Because one of us Was guaranteed To get it right One of us Was guaranteed To have that Fourth Jägerball. Ugh <laughs> <laughs> That was me
1: Um But yeah It's I mean for me this match was brilliant and i thought the crowd really helped because they were they were hyped they were up for it and they
2: contributed uh, you, yeah, just a feel good match and do you know what i what I thought of which i imagine most people probably are going to disagree with um so finn has been uh using his whole bala club is for everyone thing lately so he comes out with rainbow a rainbow themed outfit yeah could you imagine a rainbow demon because a lot of people were really pissed that there was no demon at Wrestlemania and they're going to have to maybe oh, wait for next no year demon. it wouldn't have made sense in the storyline there's no need but could you imagine rainbow demon I mean
1: it'd be a bit weird
2: it'd be a bit it's weird a bit like, like a has dragon. like all his body paint and it's still like the same kind of theme and style just in those colours yeah
1: that would be I mean that would be a pretty, pretty, pretty cool visual um
0: i don't think it'd go into the character of what he tries to portray as the demon
1: yeah i think he's he's very he's very detached from the whole battle club in bala thing isn't he when he's the demon he's a completely different persona um but i mean i think it would be quite cool i can see them doing it let's put it that way um because i think they're going all in on this this whole inclusion i i
2: Angle. I don't think he necessarily needed 30 people on stage pretending no. to know what they're doing. It was
1: a little bit cringy watching some of them,
2: but, but it didn't bother me that much. I forgot about it by the time he got to the ramp. Exactly,
1: the match match was so good that he, you know, any sort of tiny little flaws in entrances and things like that were forgotten about pretty much immediately. Seth's
2: entrance was cool in that. Although he's burned it down. He was like that ice character from Game of Thrones. Yeah. The blue contacts and everything. Yeah,
1: the contacts were a bit strange. Um, but um no, nice little touch, I thought. Um, so, yeah, great, great opener to the show. Um, followed controversially, unexpectedly, by Asuka versus Charlotte. Uh, and wasn't the only controversial and, and unexpected thing about this match. I loved this match. Me too.
2: Yeah, I... I knew it was a really good match while watching it live. But it wasn't till watching it back on Monday when I really realised how good it was, yeah. like from a story perspective as well.
1: Same for me. I remember feeling invest, like completely invested, completely enveloped in this match at the time, um, and it was it was just draining. And the only sort of setback, not setback, but minor flaw for me was that the ending was a bit flat because I don't think anybody saw it coming. Um, and the way that... I've, I don't think there'd been a hell of a lot of build to the figure eight, trying to, like, trying, to, trying to get it in, trying to lock it on. And then it kind of was locked on, and then it was a bit like, oh, she's well, she's actually just tapped out. Uh, oh, yeah, she, she just tapped out. Yeah, which, I mean, I don't think any of us could actually believe when we watched it. Um, I think there was an audible... Gasp from pretty much everyone. Um, it was just very unexpected. I think that you can that proved by the fact that our predictions were we went for a clean sweep with Asuka right? Yeah, yeah. Um, what did you guys make of the, the the streak ending again in New Orleans?
2: Um, def definitely surprising, but I do distinctly remember at some point about halfway through the match, thinking like. Like would would they (laughs) would they do it? Um, Because she was just like she was performing so well, and I think it was performances like that where it makes you remember why they're so high on Charlotte. Yeah. Um, I
0: think this is another one where it's no spoilers because if you've not watched SmackDown, I think this could be another series of matches where we get better and better
1: and better I believe, I believe you're right in that uh, and instantly I, I, I knew there was a lot of negativity around online about the result of this match, not the match itself I think everyone was in agreement <laughs> that the match was really really good um, I, I think a lot of people have, have let the fact that Charlotte won and Oscar Street ended cloud their judgement of this match um, but...
0: Everyone's streak's got to end
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah, that's the thing. I I don't know how far they would have then gone with the streak. Exactly.
1: And the longer you leave it, the more of a burden it becomes for. After. Yeah. So, um. And because the long. How do you end it after you've had it for so? Exactly. Because
2: the the longer it gets, and the like closer to big matches it gets, it makes the matches on things like Raw and SmackDown insignificant because she, you just she, know she. she's going to win. Yeah. Exactly. And do you
0: know what I would do with her now?
2: Losing streak, streak. (laughs) yeah.
1: Normalize it a little bit. Have
0: her lose a couple of matches, and then she has to build herself back up.
2: Have her find new ways to win. I think, I think, I, not one hundred percent sure on this, but I think she used to use mist back in Japan. Mm. Um, I think she's done. She said like an interview or something, teasing that she might bring that back in order to get back to winning ways. Bit of a heelish tactic, though, right? Yeah, a little.
1: I think Asuka plays a good heel. heel. Yeah. I think she plays a good heel.
2: Yeah. She'd
0: go very much in the same way that they have with Shinsuke.
2: Yeah. Well, she had that bit in NXT while it was like three quarters of the way through a championship run where she was being very kind of like. She was taking the heel role in babyface matches.
1: Yeah. And, and matches against Bailey, for instance, who's the on the babyface pretty much. Well, she certainly it was played it was that also as a heel. against
2: Ember Moon. Like and so then things the moon, like yeah. pushing the ref out of the way to knock her over and like stuff like that which you wouldn't expect to see from the unbeatable champion yeah um but you would a heel
1: yeah i think asuka could could suit a, a heel run um but the match itself then so there was some great spots in this match great uh, great bits of action where was a spanish fly from the top rope
2: i did not expect that
1: um Charlotte Went to hit a moonsault, it was reversed into an Askelonk, <laughs> yeah, which was just unbelievable. Uh, there was a suplex from the apron to the outside, oh, which looked unbelievably painful. Charlotte busted her elbow open at some point, which um, you know added to the drama, I think. Um, and just brilliant, genuine emotion from mainly Charlotte. Um, I, she's she's often been described as an emotional performer Very and I don't, was, yeah, I don't think faced... there was honestly any more ex- uh, clear example of that than this match i mean that i'm pretty sure at certain points during this match she was actually in tears
2: <laughs> yeah and it it was it was nice i i think it it kind of confused some people a bit at the end the whole sportsmanship thing yeah I, I didn't mind it I, some people haven't liked the fact that she's just like oh if I could have picked anyone to beat me it would have been you Like, well mm. done for beating me yeah All right, but it it makes it seem like a big deal yeah
1: I think they've played it perfectly yeah I mean I'm I'm not against the streak ending I didn't think it would but I'm certainly not opposed <laughs> to it Um, and if, you know you can have anyone do it I think Charlotte's the only real candidate for that
2: yeah and if there's a time to do it it's Wrestlemania Wrestlemania yeah exactly and so such... it happens at like I don't know Money in the Bank yeah and it's a bit like uh, should have saved it for next Mania
1: exactly and Asuka's got no more one's, no one's going to remember when it ended unless it's a Wrestlemania yeah exactly Asuka's got more Wrestlemania's in her um, Charlotte's obviously got plenty more uh, we can have a rematch down the line you know Asuka can get her revenge in that in, in big match I mean it's how not how good would the build up to next year's Wrestlemania be and this is what I was. This is what I've actually read. Um, so, a lot of people, as I say, were critical of the fact that the streak ended, um, and there was articles posted saying, "Oh, here's the real reason why Charlotte ended Askers streak, and it's because they want to build to a rematch between the two at next year's WrestleMania." Well, um,
2: I, I've heard, not not with that match, but I've heard that actually, they had her break the streak. To legitimise her, so she can go up against Ronda Rousey next year, and there's their favourites for that to be the main event. The main
1: event, yeah. So there was two. Yeah, I was I was gonna sort of get to that one. There's two main story arcs that these articles were following, and so it's quite hard to tell, obviously, which one, if if either is 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 correct. But I mean, do we think people? Oh, do we think we're ready for a, a Ronda Rousey Charlotte main event at WrestleMania?
2: We don't have to be ready now. We have got a year. Okay,
1: fair enough. But <laughs> I'm ready for women to main event uh, WrestleMania.
2: Yeah, if it gives us a match like that, yeah, then yeah. And like Ronda can only improve in, in the year. And if you think of how quickly some people have improved in the year, like Kurt Angle, for example, then things can only be can only look up. And yeah, Charlotte exactly. had a great entrance, by the way.
1: yeah, well, yeah. The entrance was brilliant. Uh, I really like the come the, full circle yeah. from the
2: Triple H WrestleMania 30 uh, yeah, entrance. H,
0: English,
2: yeah
1: I thought that was really cool uh, I liked the the ad the the Ric Flair bit of the music before I thought that was a good moment and he had this like brilliant yellow light that was and she looked great I
2: legitimately thought that she was in gold paint
1: yeah she did look painted gold didn't she um, but she looked brilliant um, and the entrance was was great uh, and then, yeah, 3D stuff for Asuka, which I wasn't too keen on, but I've, I can see why they did it. I think maybe it was just the it's angle they got shown I want
2: them to do for Asuka's big matches and her entrances. At TakeOver Toronto, I think it was Toronto, uh, Survivor Series Weekend 16, where she faced Mickey James. Um, Mickey James came out first. And while she was coming out, they handed out the Asuka masks around oh, the front right. row of the crowd. Yeah. So the entire front row, all the way from the top of the ramp down to the ring, all had Asuka masks. And so it looked cool. really weird and creepy. And I wanted them to do that for Mania. Yeah. Maybe next year. I'll put in a, like, an improvement form.
0: <laughs> put in an email, I'm sure Vince will read it.
1: Yes. Um, all right, what was the next match of the card?
0: Wasn't it the... Um
2: the US, US.
1: Uh, Fatal 4 Way. so yeah. probably the less said about this the better I mean it wasn't a terrible match but I think the winner was the least popular option out of all four
0: By can far. we just give credit to Aiden English who had a haircut <laughs> backstage
1: it must, be the, it must be the only person in history of wrestling to do that mid pay per view yeah
2: well some people have had it out in front of the
1: okay. in front of the crowd like Vince for instance
2: vince <laughs>
1: Jeff Jarrett another one I
2: think Molly bit of Molly Holly angle.
1: Angle. <laughs> Molly Holly yeah that was a big one um, but yeah he had his normal terrible haircut in the uh, Andrea Giant battle room and then he had a full, fully
0: shaved head does someone go to him? Your hair
1: looks shit, mate. <laughs> oh, I think
2: just... it's just. I think it's more like he he's balding and thinning so much, where it gets to the point where you, oh, you probably should, like, yeah. rather than hang on for it too long, Baron.
1: Yeah. It was a bit. it was a bit strange. Um, I think hey, props to you. Hey, you were the only one who meant You sort of spotted it that had long hair in the I purse. I think Matt pointed it out, oh, was it Matt? I think so. All right, yeah, okay. thanks very much. Fair enough. Props to you then, Matt. Cheers. Reluctantly.
2: Why uh... oh, reluctantly? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how close I came to picking Jinder for this match? No, I don't. He I, was my runner-up. It, it was like, I spent a good few minutes deliberating, <laughs> and I thought, surely this is... The time for Rusev. it Rusev, right? Did I go?
0: Did I go for Rusev?
2: Yeah, we went for Rusev, and you I went, went for, for Randy Orton. Randy.
0: Why did I go for the most over person?
2: <laughs> <laughs> just, just rule in life. Don't go for Rusev. He yeah. doesn't win. Don't pick
1: Rusev. Um, it's just. I, I mean, really, we go and Jinder another one. Like we and, know. The problem I have is we know what we're getting.
2: And what makes it worse is that they had him pin Rusev. Yeah could have pinned Bobby Roode or Andy Randy Orton and continue that story.
1: Yeah, but he always beats Randy Orton. Yeah. Yeah, which is the problem I have with Jinder being the uh, US champion is, firstly, this should be, this, he should have won this. This should have been 2017 ago. Ago. Right. Yeah, and not the WWE title. And, and secondly, now that we've had that title reign, we know exactly what this title reign is going to be like. We know what he's going to act like we know what his promos are going to be like we know what the rivalries are going to be like and I don't really want to see it again
2: no with
1: Jinder. well well yeah I mean we have been for a while Um but the the only saving grace I can see is that there is a superstar up coming up and if Jinder moves to Raw at least there's new rivalries that can be had
2: maybe I don't think he will I think he'll stay there I think because if you move him, then you have to move Seth to SmackDown.
0: Which yeah, which people, I think is they've, they've rumoured that actually happening. A lot of people have
2: met, yeah, have spread that rumour around already. So The only thing is, if he goes to Raw, then you're guaranteed to see him every week because there's more yeah. time. But who would swap Seth for Jinder? Come on. I know. <laughs> Come on, Kurt. I know he's going to be dumb, but still.
1: Um, But yeah, I mean, Matt, what was your take on this match? Um, I mean not the highlight of the night by any means but um, you know what did you think?
0: If I could have taken a piss break at this point I would have Yeah That's that's the kind of match it was
1: I mean I I took plenty of them so (laughs) Um, I just
0: think they're just missing something with Rusev like he's so over with the crowd but just give him the title what harm can it do?
2: Exactly it's not the main title
0: yeah, it's not like you give him, you're giving him not making him the face of
1: the company yeah exactly it's the u.s title i mean it's not the be all and end all of the you know the, the the title picture in wwe is it it's a it's a mid-card title which he's already held before we should put it that way um and he's you know perennially he's always in that feud um it, yeah it was just a bit odd that I mean, it wasn't odd that they didn't didn't have him win because, let's face it, they never do. But it was just a bit like, okay, you can see how over he is. I don't think I can remember many people being as over as Rusev is right now.
2: I've um, seen some someone earlier today trying to argue that it's Rusev Day that's over. Like people chant
1: Rusev Day, they chant for Rusev. Yeah, to but, be fair, I can see that point of
2: view, but it's not because he he's always been a popular and. Over member of the Ross League like, isn't it? Other than perhaps the whole Ziggler Lana thingy, yeah. people have always been interested and behind Rusev. Yeah. Even as a heel, I just hope that, as it kind of looked like on SmackDown, that they really, actually get behind him as a babyface. Yeah. Because there's no need for him to be a heel anymore. Well, I mean, he is foreign, so that typically means he's a heel. But like, they, they've even stopped Aiden English coming out and doing singing heelish lines to the crowd. Yeah, he just rapped at WrestleMania. <laughs> He's rapped for the last couple of weeks, to be fair. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, Rusev as a babyface just works. But I don't think it works for WWE. I think they're the only people who it doesn't work for, which is a shame. Um, who is
0: backstage going, nah, but I just don't see it.
1: Just, I have no idea, but... i mean take
0: your fucking blinkers off.
1: Road dog. Maybe road dog. I don't know. Maybe someone who does, doesn't like Bulgaria.
2: Yeah. America.
0: <laughs> someone that's tapping Lana. <laughs> I
1: don't really get
0: anybody is. You wouldn't dare, would you?
1: No. I think if Rusev, Rusev was dating anyone, I would not be trying to tap his missus.
0: And tap's probably the wrong word. I'm sorry, guys and girls out like
1: there. <laughs> I mean, the guy could legitimately break us all in half. Um. But yeah, I mean, just a shame that they had Jinder win this match. I think, did it really need to be Jinder? I mean, I went for Andy Orton retaining and I thought that would have been a better result than than Jinder.
0: Do you know what? I think we've spoken way too long about this match.
1: (laughs) But there was just so much rubbish about it. Um, Well, I did want to point out, Bobby Roode. A lot of people were excited that Bobby Roode was at WrestleMania because obviously entrances are a big deal. Not so much.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was really looking forward to his entrance. Yeah,
1: I was. I think there was a lot of people were disappointed that this. It even got cut off partially by Ed and English, didn't it? Yeah. So yeah, not 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 so much fun for Bobby Roode on his entrance, and certainly not a WrestleMania debut that will be remembered in any sort of fond way. Um, I
0: think he's got to drop the uh, glorious gimmick.
1: I think he's got to be a heel.
0: Gotta
1: do something. Does maybe good. the
0: shake up does something for
2: him. Yeah,
1: maybe he'll be one one of the people to move. But yeah, I think he's, he's certainly missing something in his gimmick at the minute. Not quite sure what it is. Um, I think he's got potential though. So,
0: following on from that
1: match, then what, what else? What did we have next? Did we have the Ronda Ronda Kurt? No, we
0: have the uh, SmackDown titles, didn't we? Was that before the
2: mixed tag match.
0: I think it was actually before the um, what do you call it the US title. Are you sure. I think so. Hmm. Um. Mm,
1: okay, we'll have to double check. I
0: can hey, check that for you if
2: you
0: want. Yeah,
1: give it a check because I thought the the Ron the Kurt match was earlier on, earlier than the SmackDown tag team titles.
2: Yeah, it was. Sure.
1: Was it before the US title match?
2: No, US title tag, um, mixed tag, and then the SmackDown tag. Ah,
1: so it was the mixed tag match next. So we've already spoken a fair amount about this match, um, but it's worth touching on again. This was a contender for me for a match of the night. I've got, I think the Intercontinental title match and the women's title match the SmackDown Women's style match anyway, sort of pipped it. Um, for sheer entertainment <laughs> yeah, value, this one for me was definitely up there.
2: Yeah, for pure entertainment, sure. For pure wrestling? No. Maybe not as much. But storytelling and entertainment, it was great.
1: I was in Hoogland Sinker. I think we all were. I think I think this was a, a really fun match to watch uh, with you guys and at, at the pub. Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> Credit to Triple H, from, he he made Ronda look like a million bucks. Oh yeah, he's he sold his
1: ass off. I think would be the way I would <laughs> just, describe just it.
2: Just the whole punches in the corner thing. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's funny to watch, but
1: yeah, I mean it does it does seem a little bit like over the top at times, but um, I mean you know there is a time and a place for it, and I think this match was probably it. Yeah. Um, Matt, what was your take on the match?
0: I loved it. Absolutely loved
1: it. Yeah. I
0: just, I'll, it took me back to when wrestling was just a bit of fun,
2: and it it's different from the oh the whole oh celebrity wins. Yeah, because um, she's not just a celebrity now, yeah. is she? And like also, it was. I think I certainly did anyway. I don't know about you, but expected um, it to be kind of three quarters. Triple H and Kurt, with the occasional splash of... and Steph. But it was almost the complete reverse.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that was the plan all the way through, um, but I think even though Kurt probably looked one of the best he's looked since he's been back, Mm. he still looks awkward and doesn't seem smooth and...
0: Did because anyone else
1: notice? I didn't notice it at the pub. I didn't notice it watching it back. Spot calling? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, noticed. I, I noticed that, actually. The spine buster was the main yeah. one. Which Triple H basically just shouted it out. <laughs> um, But, you know, I mean, listen, they're both part-time performers now. I know Triple H performs fairly regularly. And
2: you know what I liked? It's just the little subtleties of Triple H going to the referee being like remember who pays your bills yeah, and that was cool. just like pulling them pulling aside at some points just saying like look remember <laughs> yeah
1: but I mean they should really look into that why would they let referees be paid by Triple H and Stephanie when they're wrestling matches I mean come on
2: why does Stephanie have a performance contract <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah
0: why 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 was, why was Dana White ringside Well, wow.
1: I mean
2: This apparently it was his first wrestling show since being a kid really yeah
1: I don't get the whole UFC WWE relationship at the minute I don't know if it's positive or negative or what (laughs) Uh, and what's going on but um, we'll get on more onto UFC a little bit later but yeah, this match for me was really good. This is going to be a long podcast. It was really good, the match. Um, I'm glad that Ronda and Kurt won. I'm glad that they won in the way that they did. I thought Stephanie was the MVP of this match in that she sold and sold and sold. Um,
2: I thought it was going to end via like a double tap out when they had like her and yeah. Bar. Angle had the ankle lock
1: but I'm glad it didn't because it needed that extra like, couple minutes as well I think mm. to, to really sort of cement it as a really good match and although
2: this was 20 minutes was it? yeah it was I, it was the longest match on the card actually um, which brings me to a fact that I was going to send to you guys the other day give me 10 seconds here we go longest matches on the night at the last 8 WrestleManias 27 Undertaker Triple H 28 Undertaker Triple H Twenty-nine Brock Lesnar Triple H, thirty Daniel Bryan Triple H, thirty-one Sting Triple H, thirty-two Undertaker Shane, thirty-three Seth Rollins Triple H, thirty-four Angle and Rousey versus Triple H Stephanie <laughs> with that. Can you spot the trend?
1: Um, that they're Does mainly the WrestleManias men's go in match. order.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, interesting fact. Probably not surprised. Seven out of the last eight WrestleManias the longest match goes to Triple H. Which I, mean, I guess is fair because when you list those matches most of them were match of the night. Yeah. You know, you know what it is don't
0: you? Vince what? goes you can have your own entrance but you got to fucking pay for it in the ring. <laughs> yes. You must go at least 20 minutes.
2: Did anyone think that the visual and having Stephanie and Triple H and all the other people coming down on these weird Looking giant motorcycle meant that we weren't getting, and thank God, American badass Undertaker.
1: Yeah, it really
0: disappointed me actually. <laughs> uh, it Did disappoint me. Uh, they've done this entrance before,
1: haven't they, or something similar?
2: Triple H. Well, last year Triple H came down on a similar bike, oh, yeah. and was, I think Steph was on the back of it. I know there was, was a lot more of didn't. them. And they had like a police escort, whereas this time they had a convoy of these giant yeah. bikes that I've never seen outside of this scenario before. <laughs>
1: I thought it was a cool visual hmm. see them all on the ramp I thought that was quite cool and the double spit thing was cool yeah they did
0: Couples uh, that spit together stay together
2: yeah it's not the first time <laughs> <certainly on. laughs> oh happy, happy Valentine's Day
1: happy Valentine's <laughs> Day um but yeah just really enjoyed this match
2: yeah I <laughs> think we all did uh, yeah <laughs>
1: unfortunately I think that's kind of where it dropped off a bit for me
2: yeah I mean I think that was good on, on the live crowd especially it was just so draining yeah I to mean f- follow that up with a 5 minute 50 second triple threat tag match yeah,
1: I was so disappointed in this match so this is the New Day versus the Usos versus the Blood Brothers isn't it I kind I, of expected I imagine expected...
2: this was one where they went oof they how had to do we do this cut some time somewhere yeah
1: I uh, I kind of expected that they would do this and because they, they've built the Bludgeon Brothers up to be so strong and it wouldn't make sense for them to go in this mammoth 15-20 minute match against these two teams but at the same time I feel like New Day and Usos deserve a lot more
2: yeah like if there was ever a time for Bludgeons to lose it'd be in a multi-team match yeah because
1: well. they wouldn't have to necessarily take the pin exactly but I mean I predicted the Bludgeons to win I figured they would win um and I'm not against them winning, I just feel it was a bit of a squash, wasn't it?
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think it was It was just like...
1: It was throwaway. And then, I think there wasn't a chance for them to
2: tell anything, so just right from the off it was just action. I feel I'm sorry
1: for the they've waited so long. I know, yeah. Yeah, it is a bit of a piss take. To be on the main card and then and to have, you know, be champions and then to lose your belts in five minutes.
2: They've been on the main card since day one-ish. <laughs> um.
1: But yeah, disappointing. Absolutely disappointing in this match. And for me, that I can almost pinpoint this match as the moment where my tiredness started to kick in.
2: Yeah, it was through no fault of the performers. I don't performance, think.
1: No. All
2: right, the entrance, New Day's entrance, that drained me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think once we'd done our dancing to PWP panc or PW pancakes, Matt. Um, I think yeah, maybe. All... We were I mean, all, we were all knackered by then. Um, too, I'm too emotionally invested in the uh, New Day's entrance. I think that's what it was. <laughs> um, anybody else notice the uh, little guy who injured himself? <laughs> he's probably pulled,
2: pulled a hamstring or
1: something. <laughs> I don't know if he hurt his leg or his hip or his back or something, but he was definitely limping after doing that worm. I'm well, not even sure he was doing the worm, but um, yeah, definitely hurt himself. So I hope he's all right. Um <laughs>
0: I'm guessing now we're going to quickly rip through the uh, rest of the card.
1: Well, I mean, there's, there are noteworthy moments in the rest of the card. Uh, so the next match-up was what? Was it the Daniel Bryan-Shane tag match? Yeah. So, again... No. Or was it Alexa Nair?
2: It was The Undertaker-John Cena. Oh, it was Undertaker-John oh. Cena. So...
1: We've discussed We've that. discussed this a little bit. I personally didn't like it because I thought... Literally didn't make any sense that the Undertaker is able to squash John Cena in this manner, unless it's going to lead to something else. Which part of me thinks it's not? Then it just didn't, for me, it didn't make sense. <coughs> and I get Cena. <laughs> You're right there, Aiden
4: Yeah, I'm fine.
1: <laughs> I get Cena is doing a job, and, and I get that you know he's paying respect to the Undertaker in that kind of way. But it, I don't know. I would have had to take a Undertaker lose if. Well,
0: I have to. Undertaker there just?
1: For the sake of Undertaker being there, I know. Um, have Have you guys heard of the rumours as to why we didn't get the American badass Undertaker? No. No. So, you may or may have not noticed that during the Hall of Fame, you know, when they brought the Hall of Fame inductees out in front of the live yeah. crowd, Kid Rock wasn't there.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, he wasn't. He had to go. On, he was on tour, isn't he?
1: Well, the rumor is that during his speech at the Hall of Fame, he made some comments about. Um, well, political comments which WWE weren't best pleased about.
2: Oh, about Democrats. Yeah.
1: Um, And that's led to some sort of falling out between the two parties.
2: Falling out the night after inducting him into the Hall of Fame.
1: And Kid Rock would have been there, was supposed to have been there to, uh, again, this is all rumour, to perform Undertaker's theme tune. But because he was no longer going to be there for it, they... Sort of axe that idea and went with the whole dead man thing which would partially explain why there wasn't really much in the way of theatrics but when i watched it back i thought actually i can't be true because i wouldn't have had the whole bloody lightning thing in the yeah, ring exactly
2: that that's not a on the day decision yeah. i mean
1: it looked a bit naff but <laughs>
2: <laughs> i don't it's not an yeah. on
1: the day thing is it
2: it was cool though didn't expect to see the hat and stuff in the ring, but and it, then it, it disappeared, go up in flames, and disappear, and end up on Undertaker. Yeah, it's quite cool. Unless he had spares, <laughs> which is probably more likely, it's
1: much more likely. I mean, it was it was a cool moment. It was a cool visual, and we were all watching it. And I mean, I for one was like, oh, it is cool to see the Undertaker, but I mean, just, I just don't know, just not into it as much anymore.
2: Yeah, it will never not be cool. Well, that's not true. <laughs> when he's seventy five six years'
1: time it won't be cool.
2: So, yeah. My drunk
0: self went, Oh my god, it's the Undertaker Watching it back went, Oh
1: Oh, it's the Undertaker. Yeah.
0: It's just like boyhood dreams just getting shot down. <laughs>
2: that was depressing I mean we got to
1: see John Cena versus The Undertaker at Wrestlemania it just was not in any way shape or form what we wanted or expected
2: and we got to see Undertaker hit a big boot on Cena that went about (laughs) two foot away (laughs) from him
1: yeah that wasn't particularly well executed and then Undertaker pretty much teabagged him um, which was nice of him and Cena got a boner
2: apparently
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think that was just a dead end
2: Um, bloody denim (laughs) boner
1: Um, so we'll move on from that because, uh, but props to Elias as we've said I thought he played his role in this perfectly <laughs>
2: I'm just reading through our timeline on Twitter um, from Wrestlemania night and I've got the uh, too emotionally drained for the rest of Wrestlemania after the Ronda match uh, then the result and oh my god midgets with pancakes <laughs> <laughs> best Wrestlemania moment ever
1: and then there's a video of us dancing to PW Pancakes correct and then there's the Undertaker Zena stuff. Which I'm sure you were less than complimentary
2: about, right? Uh <clears throat> what did I say? I think
1: you said, Oh well, what's happening here? And
2: said, No, 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 what's happening here? Longest entrance ever, fully deserved. What the fuck just happened? Not a fan of that whole thing at all. Yeah. Undertaker burying a young and up and talent again coming up. <laughs> yep.
1: Young upcoming talent.
2: Yep. And then yeah. But looking back on it. Uh, it's probably like I'm not that bothered no, I mean it doesn't
1: damage Cena in much of a way it just doesn't really do anything for either of them which you know disappointing I, I'd i like to see what where John Cena goes after this actually but um, moving on from that so next up I believe was the Shane Daniel Bryan Kevin Owens, yep. Sammy you Dan. know what yep. really didn't like Daniel Bryan's entrance did you not the fir-
2: the bit before it was a bit hokey, it was no, it was very bit vanguard old. one.
1: <laughs> it was a little bit Triple H at WrestleMania thirty one. The beginning bit, yeah. I liked the um, I liked the around the world sort of yes movement thing. I thought that was really good.
2: I suppose it's good for people who maybe didn't necessarily watch when Daniel Bryan was wrestling. Yeah, just to see how popular he was.
1: Yeah, because a lot of people just won't get it. Yeah, get it. Um, but yeah I mean I didn't mind the entrance I thought, as you, I think you're right Matt the first bit was a little bit rubbish but the, the whole yes movement bit was cool and it's
2: just really great to see Daniel Bryan back right I think this match could have done with maybe being a couple minutes shorter and given a few more minutes to the tag match yeah this was 15 minutes yeah and it's fair to say it didn't quite live up mm. to expectations about Daniel Bryan was only active for about Four of them. Yeah, and the rest of it was all super Shane.
1: Shane basically clutching at his stomach every opportunity that he got, which doesn't. Very, doesn't to be fair, me. you would. I mean, he has an umbilical hernia and diverticulitis. Diverticulitis. Yep. Yeah, I also
0: thought this was Daniel Bryan must win at all costs. Yeah, that's how it felt to me, and this is why I felt this half of the show was just a bit like. Ugh.
1: Yeah. Well I mean there was the element of unpredictability with the whole Kevin O and Sammy Zayn losing their jobs thing and not getting rehired if they didn't win. Uh, and I think Aiden you went for Kevin and Sammy to win actually, didn't you? Yeah, Matt. Uh, you both both you guys did. Um I predicted it correctly, which I think was actually I think maybe the Braun match was, but I think it's what clinched it for me. <laughs>
2: so yeah, that that was the point where where me and me and Matt went that, I think that put me three behind and that yeah. put Matt two behind yeah um, but I mean yeah. it fell
1: a little bit short for me this match yeah it wasn't
2: right there was nothing particularly memorable about it it wasn't bad
1: uh, Kevin Kevin, and Sammy sold for um, Shane and Daniel really well Sammy took the yes kicks really all, well <laughs> saw
2: an, a new variation of the coast to coast yeah that was actually I've really never good. seen that one before and it made you really realise um, how hard Shane hits when he lands. Yeah, because he fell on his back, and it the, the, just the noise of it was a loud ass noise. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: and yeah, I mean, kudos to Shane. I mean, he's what forty-seven years old, clearly not in the best shape at the moment. Not in terms of you know his physical, you know, stamina and athleticism, but just. He's he's got this illness. Yeah, which he's he not well. He needs <laughs> to have addressed, and he's got a hernia which he needs to have addressed. Um, and he needs to calm the fuck down. And to go out there and do a coast to coast on Sammy like that is, uh,
2: yeah, it's a brave move. I but... think he has ADHD. I think he acts like he's actually diagnosed with ADHD. Really? Yeah.
1: All right. I'm just a good <laughs> <our> point. <laughs> but I'm not saying he used to calm the fuck down. Oh, he can't. Yeah, he can't calm down. Well he can, he just needs to take tablets. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um Yeah, I think I think before he used to like purpose as a teenager would purposely not take his tablets. Yeah. And then just go out and like do like just like parkour shit or just do stuff to blow off. <laughs> Fair
0: enough. Oh my god. I'm just watching WrestleMania back. Did anyone else a spot <laughs> This is a really random spot. And then Braun, when Braun and Nicholas
2: are celebrating, you walks past a, a bunch of wrestlers. Oh, wait, no. Oh. There is a picture of Doc Cotton. Oh, yeah, I've seen yeah, this.
1: Yeah. I've seen this on Twitter.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, WrestleMania fans are crazy. Doc Cotton, though. No. <laughs> it was there for most of the night.
0: I didn't see it most of the night, I've literally just spotted
1: it. Yeah. It was uh it was very random. Um so yeah, this match fell short for me, but Shane and Daniel won, which I was expecting. Um and you know, good to see Daniel Bryan back. Good moment with him and Bree as well. Yeah. Um it was nice to see. I
0: don't remember that bit. I must have gone for a piss at that
2: point. Yeah, maybe.
1: Maybe. Um but yeah, it was I overall it was a it was a good sort of Ending to the mid to what to the first half of WrestleMania, which had already started to slightly drop off in terms of quality and intrigue for me, uh, but it was a bit of a feel good story, I think.
2: You say first half of WrestleMania it was the tenth match by that point. I don't know,
1: but um, Mental. In terms of time, I think it was about halfway, maybe a bit longer. Nah. Um, so what followed? What what followed that? But one thing to know we didn't get any musical performances other than the National from this year
2: we didn't get any musical performances um, same as last year any like backstage yeah segments? no promos no nothing, nothing. just match no, to match to
1: match no real returning
2: Naya Alexa was the next one I was, was going but...
1: to say so Nia Alexa was next um, again I mean I didn't have massively high hopes for this match in the first place but again it was it fell flat a bit for me I mean this is this is. you think about it this is meant to be quite a big moment and Anaya is you know for her first championship win um, but she's overcoming the whole bullying angle that they've gone with and it just for me I think the crowd were drained weren't really into it
2: and I thought they reacted quite positively to the final count yeah I mean, um,
1: you would um, but I just think the match lacked something I can't really tell what it was I think it's very difficult, obviously, to work a match when you, you've you got two superstars of such size disparity.
2: Yeah, especially for ten whole minutes.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was a little bit long, but I think it needed to be fairly long. Um, otherwise, it would have been a bit of a squash. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I quite liked Naira attacking Mickey at the start. A little brutal.
2: <laughs> yeah, and it makes sense. It
1: makes sense, yeah, exactly.
2: Um, I, I couldn't believe that you two picked Alexa for this. Well, I just, of all the times for this storyline to—I've kind of thought they haven't built enough sympathy for Nia. Yeah,
0: I thought
2: they were going to go
0: like having like, Alexa win, it win,
1: and then have her win it at Backlash or something. I
0: just thought that they would go with, "Ah, oh, you couldn't beat me at WrestleMania." Ha ha.
1: You're a loser. You always will yeah. be a loser. Yeah. I think they had more legs in this that they could have maybe gone with well,
2: then, well there's no real kayfabe reason for her to get a rematch if she were to lose this match well, I mean you,
1: unless you it was like, a continue rivalry right I guess but if Mickey helped Alexa win that's the only way Alexa could win isn't it Mickey helped yeah. her so maybe you know general manager could say oh you could only win because you cheated so rematch on Raw the next night or something or whatever um, but you know didn't quite happen that way and I mean I'm not I'm not upset that Naya's champion I mean mm. fair enough I think the crowd actually after the match were a lot more into it than they were during um, yeah they were And they, I think she got some you deserve it chance and she was visibly you know I think touched by it Um, so yeah and I think you know nice moment for Naya. I just felt like the match was a little bit it lacked something I'm not quite sure what it is yeah and that's probably the theme throughout the rest of WrestleMania where things were didn't quite click uh, and probably none more so than the, the SmackDown or the WWE Championship match um, which we've again touched on briefly. AJ versus Shinsuke. Dream match. We know what these guys are capable, capable of. Matt, I know that you weren't particularly taken by this match. Is it just because you were disappointed in it? Or did you generally think it wasn't a good match?
0: I was disappointed to think. I think because I know what they can do. Mm. It's disappointing when you see what they did do.
1: Yeah. I mean, watching it back, certainly... it.
0: I haven't watched it back. Yeah. So I'm going off me being very drunk at <laughs> about 3 o'clock in the morning.
1: But watch it Watch it back. I think you might change your opinion slightly on the match. I think it was a good match. Yeah. Um, but you're what
0: right. What I'll do is I'll watch it back and I'll get back to you next week.
1: Yeah, get some homework. Um, but, I think, yeah, watch it back. I think you you'll, you might change your tune slightly, but not not completely. Disappointing for me in that it didn't deliver a five-star or a four-star classic. It was kind of just a, a good pay-per-view match.
2: Yeah, like... Cool.
0: It's and what tough. I think we should do next week, if we get time, is
1: look at TakeOver as well. Oh, yeah, we should definitely. Be. We haven't mentioned TakeOver yet, but definitely we it definitely deserves some mention. But uh, we'll carry on on this in a minute.
2: It's tough because you put in your world title match f- third from last on a 22-hour show. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Not quite twenty two hours.
2: So like felt to get the crowd invested you either have to put it on earlier or you make this an amazing match. Yeah. That'd be like one way to kind of revive and wake the crowd up. Um and yeah, it just didn't didn't happen.
1: Didn't happen, did it? I mean none of us saw the Hill turn come in. I don't think any of us
2: predicted AJ to win. Did you, Aiden?
1: I did. You did, yeah. You So you went with AJ. So Matt and I, we didn't predict AJ to win. I don't, Certainly none of us saw the heel turn coming. Um, so shock factor and predictability, WWE, well done. I mean, it worked. I just think the match itself, people had such high hopes and I just think it didn't live up to those, unfortunately. But silver lining, I think they'll get to do it again a few more times so you know maybe also, maybe on one of the lesser pay-per-views where it can be the main event it might work a bit better for like yeah exactly and, also, and more of a
2: story uh, I, I've I've seen bits not too much but I've seen bits in the past of heel Shinsuke it's very cool and interesting yeah and oh he looked like a psycho on Smackdown yeah bits on Smackdown great yeah so Positives coming out of
1: it. Yeah, definitely positives coming out of it, and positive that AJ still champion. I mean, I don't think there is a better candidate for WWE um, champion at the moment.
0: No. You know, what I'd like to see Bruce Seven <laughs> An Iron Man match.
1: Iron Man. Oh yeah, mm. that would be nice.
2: Mm. Good shout. Could you imagine a triple threat Iron match with a particular
1: former GM? McFoley, yeah,
2: sure. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be interesting. Remember when we all thought that uh, Kurt Angle weren't going to be sticking around as GM after oh, like I didn't. I never thought this. For apparently, he is. Yeah,
1: sticking around, throwing his weight around. Remember, you say that it's been two days. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Triple H hasn't made his return yet. um Okay, moving on from the from the WWE title match. As cool as the heel turn was, it felt a little bit short. Um, the Bar versus Braun and Nicholas. Perhaps the oh. most um, polarising match on the card. I have seen people declaring their undying love for this moment. <laughs> and I have seen people say it's one of the worst, most embarrassing things they've ever seen on WrestleMania. Where do we all fit in on that spectrum?
0: So, when I saw it, I thought embarrassing for one then I thought do you know what you're just being a little bit picky about it you do this quite a lot And next night on Raw
1: something well, that a positive and then forget.
0: and then we'll it'll be alright with it for them to then drop the titles the next night on Raw I just think it makes the bar look fucking ridiculous
1: yeah I'd agree I'd agree in in the way that I don't like that um it makes Sheamus and Cesaro particularly look terrible. Um, I know that Braun is a monster and he can handle himself against any two competitors, is apparently where they're going. But I just think the, ta- the raw tag team champions, who have actually been had really good couple of years and are two, two great performers individually, should just be get, given a little bit more respect, a little bit more credit than this. I know. It's a but Do you know what? For so the
0: rest of the division, they must look at it and go, Oh great, so we're uh, we couldn't get a WrestleMania title match, but, but a Nick fucking ten could... year old kid could. Yeah. Because his dad's a referee.
2: Yeah. Um I, I think like I've thought of it from both sides of the fence. Like I've thought of it as in wrestling <clears throat> And WrestleMania in particular is about making like moments and like larger than life characters making dreams come true for kids. Mm. Like that I thought that bit was really cool. Um and it was it was funny in a way. And like having him tag him in, him getting in the ring and then shitting himself at the sight of Cesaro growling at him and turning straight back out. <laughs> that was quite funny. Yeah. Um it was ruined a little bit f- for me to find out that he was John Coden's son. Yeah.
1: And I don't know I'm if they f- expected dis- people not to find
2: out. Full disclosure, before they announced his name, I was convinced it was a girl. Same <laughs> <laughs>
1: I thought it was a little girl.
2: Um So yeah, like that, that aspect that aspect of it is big. Ispect? <laughs> it's South African. <laughs> um that aspect of it was cool. And then obviously there is the whole kind of spitting in the face of other wrestlers and and Cesaro and Sheamus and stuff, but I would imagine if they were really that objected to it, they wouldn't have done it.
1: Well, I mean, they probably
2: don't have a choice. I don't know. Did
0: you see what the Young Bucks tweeted?
2: No. <laughs> Finally,
0: we've got some competition. Oh. <laughs>
2: they also tweeted mid-match a gif of them super-kicking a child. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but
1: how how do you think how do Gallows and Anderson or Dash and, and Dawson how would do you think they feel about this kind of thing because as you say Matt, I've how did you say they they were in the Andre the Giant battle royal and had virtually no input in it, no memorable moment no match, no real match on the card and then you've got a, a young kid called Nicholas still in a moment I mean... do,
2: you know, do you know what would be worse? Being one of the wrestlers in one of the front rows of the crowd that Braun walked past. <laughs> no Way Jose, Trent Seven. Uh, yeah, I didn't know he was Trent Seven. Yeah, he was there. Um, a couple of, uh, one or two other NXT guys just walked straight past and picked a child. <laughs> These fully qualified wrestlers were there.
1: I'm assuming Tyler Bate was there as well.
2: We didn't see him. Pete Dunne was there. I don't
1: know. You probably couple, got a couple, trapped on
2: your phone. A couple of New Japan guys were there.
1: Yeah, Carter and um, someone else. <laughs> Suzuki <laughs> was there.
2: Was there. Um, I think Tanahashi.
1: Tanahashi, that's the one.
2: He was there. Um, it's weird to see. Yeah, yeah.
1: it's a bit strange. Uh, word is that they were there to see AJ Shinsuke.
2: Yeah, Shinsuke had met up um, with, I think, Tanahashi. Um because they're really good friends in real life.
1: They're all in town anyway, on yeah, exactly. WrestleMania weekend. I mean, Ring of Honor and New Japan running shows. and um, So, yeah, it makes sense. Um, so that brings us on, I think, to the main event. Uh, right? Yeah. And I know that I said that the previous match to this was the most divisive and most polarizing match on the card. This runs it very close.
2: Do you know what I'm going to say? I didn't hate it I haven't watched it back yet so okay I can't remember that much of it fair
1: enough again I think if it's a, it's a watch it back and you might not feel the same way but I will say it wasn't a great it was not a great match
2: yeah, um, I, I don't like from what remember from watching it live I don't feel like it was as bad as I was seeing online yeah Um, and hearing from the crowd like this is awful yeah um, But I I think the biggest kind of shocker for me was that um, Roman Reigns kicked out of an F5. <laughs> like, Such it's a th- shock.
1: me. Yeah. Um, I mean, so what I think most people, are, we should probably get into why people didn't like this match. I think bi- people's biggest gripe is that there were, what, six F5s in this match?
2: Yeah. One Roman kicked
1: ten. out of, well, Roman kicked out of five, five F5s, of um, which... For a move that they're trying, they've been trying to build up for the last like three years, that no one can kick out of, is a bit of a ridiculous decision.
2: And what made it worse was that when he was kicking out, there was just no reaction. No reaction. It was as if he was kicking knows. out of a punch.
1: The only, the only bit is when you watch it back. It's not hard to notice this. When the 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 freak out is is made, listen to the shock in people's voices because everybody expected fully wins. expected Roman to win that match. And that's the only saving grace for it for me is that it was a shocker. Yeah. Um people didn't see it coming and when you can you can audibly hear the gasp when, when the free the free count goes in and the crowd suddenly became interested um uh, that Brock had won that match and not Roman. I just feel it was, it was a shame that the crowd shat on this match because it didn't really didn't help it in any way.
0: Apparently there was eight
1: uh, beach balls. Yeah.
2: I feel like if ever there was a time just to go with Roman then just get it out the way yeah it should have been that like that would have been except for the upcoming Saudi Arabia match yeah that would have been the time where he probably would have got the most favourable reaction he's gonna get yeah um, but it didn't didn't seem that way <laughs> didn't seem that way but I'm sure like if he was to get the free count there would be cheers it would have been a loud reaction mm, I'm not sure I'm not saying it would be a cheers from everyone yeah <laughs>
0: heard the uh, fallout from this
1: so I uh, I heard a rumour that there might have been some words exchanged between Brock and some McMahons backstage after but you know we heard these rumours after the SummerSlam match with Randy Orton a couple years back and that all turned out to be you know it's a work so the rumour is that Brock went off script right? yeah which you know, in part, partly wouldn't surprise me, but secondly, like, secondly, I think it's the main event of WrestleMania. I don't think he's that big a dick.
2: I don't know how much of, how much <laughs> of it could have maybe been the fact that just live on TV in the biggest main event of all time, he just goes motherfucker.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Which they've promptly uh, blanked out on the network. Yeah. Um. But part part of it. I think is the I think he went to suplex him onto the announce table, uh, basically just chucked him face first into it, uh, which I don't think people were best pleased about. And then obviously the the whole elbow elbow gate.
2: Cut him twice apparently. Opening
1: up Roman really badly. Yeah, um, that was bad.
2: That was a gusher.
1: Was a you know. That's what she said. <laughs> Happy Valentine's that Day. Looked,
2: that looked even worse than Orton's.
1: Yeah, it definitely did. It right, did. Uh, I mean, it it looked, uh, and this is probably a, a, in a way a backward compliment, but it looked fake. That's how bad it was.
2: Yeah, it was very red. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, but I mean, <laughs>
2: could you imagine
1: having your skull cracked open by Brock could, Lesnar's elbow?
2: Did you hear it when you watched? Yeah, back? yeah, it's really loud, like the crunch. Yeah, like I I heard them say it when we were at the pub. Mm um actually well i did watch that bit back yeah because i wanted to see like, what i could see so i've seen a little bit of it um so in the pub you could hear michael cole being like wow can you hear that And just thought out whatever yeah. but then looking looking love look, i can't speak today watching it back looking back on it it was very like you can hear like crunches <laughs> it's like just the pounding of. Elbow on forehead. Yeah, it wasn't nice. Um, this scar this he's got on the next night to show for it was pretty. Yeah,
1: it's pretty juicy. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was a pretty bad cut, or what, at least two of them. Um, but you know that's going to happen when you let someone like Brock elbow in your head. I think you know probably not the best life choice. Um, but I think the match needed that, as bad as it sounds. Yeah. I think Roman needed that. And I said it a couple of weeks back that the the only ways for one of the only ways I could see Roman getting over at WrestleMania was for him to take an absolute beating. By then I I still expect him to win so I said he would then have to go on and win it. But I think people would then respect him a bit more. But I just, I just don't think they will. <laughs>
0: I'm just fell out with Brawl, Lesnar.
1: Yeah. Yeah I, I think a lot of people are, but st- I I kinda of thought that would and I think WWE thought... That would lead to you know more Roman fans, but apparently not. Just don't know what I can do.
2: <laughs> that's supposedly why they are doing this Saudi Arabia match. Yeah. As if he is to win it there, then surely there's not going to be that many people in that region of the world that's going to be booing Roman Reigns. No, Maybe imagine he that. comes out and gets like a proper like the kind of reception you'd get at like ECW One Night <laughs> <laughs> Uh Yeah.
1: This greatest Royal Rumble thing, it's a little bit annoying me. It's weird AF. It's just weird AF, yes. It
0: starts at five o'clock, doesn't it?
2: Does it? I haven't checked the timings here. In what? The In the evening. evening? In the evening, yeah. Oh, that's fantastic for us. Well, but actually, a bit, a bit awkward. It's a Friday night. Oh, it's not awkward at all. Oh, it is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make up your bloody mind. Um, it's just
1: annoying me because, like, where does it come from? And why are they getting this massively star-studded Royal Rumble? And, like, women can't even compete there. And I think, why are they, why are they making such a big deal out of this? And they're not just
2: getting a star-studded Royal Rumble. They're getting The Undertaker in a casket match. And they're also getting John Cena versus Triple H. Yeah. Yeah. And they're getting every and, title defended outside of women's. And Brock versus Roman in a steel cage. Which,
1: you know, it's a big match.
2: <laughs> and I just feel like... And they've announced names like like Chris Jericho.
1: Chris Jericho is coming back, yeah.
2: I uh, imagine probably Rey Mysterio if he's fit by then. Right. Yeah. I don't know, it's just... It's
1: just a bit weird.
2: It is a little bit weird, I, I mean, guess. mean, what have they done to
1: deserve this?
2: Yeah, I guess it's just... I don't think it was originally meant to be a network thing. Um, but then there was just such interest in it. Mm. So they've, made, they've decided to make it into basically a pay-per-view... Where it's weird that it where does it fit? It's the twenty seventh of April, is it? Yeah, it's just before Backlash. Just
1: before Backlash. Like a, week,
2: a week or maybe two days before.
1: So it makes you wonder what backrashes. what the main feud going into Backlash is gonna be if you've got Brock versus Roman in a steel cage. Well
2: they've announced Roman versus Joe. Yeah. Oh, have they? Yeah.
1: I know that Joe oh we'll get onto Raw a bit. I thought he was just saying he'd face oh, the yeah, winner of on. that the winner of that match, but maybe not. Did you
0: say we'd get on to Raw in a bit?
1: <laughs> we'll get we'll run through raw and smackdown pretty quickly cuz there were some noteworthy moments yeah
2: we've only been on for an hour and a half
1: yeah exactly but um i think that pretty much covers wrestlemania so <laughs> it was a 7 hour experience but it was bloody good fun with you guys and
0: we've crammed it into an hour and a half
2: yeah
1: but it was good fun do you
2: guys have fun i had fun
1: no no
2: yeah, <laughs> May sixth backlashes by the way, so it's a week and a bit after.
1: Fair enough. Um, so that concludes our WrestleMania roundup. Um,
4: WrestleMania.
1: Overall, Im- overall impression of WrestleMania as a whole: long. First ha- half loved
0: it. Second half could
1: do better. I mean, I say this every time. We haven't finalised our rating system, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Matt give it a rating out of whatever you want I'll give it
0: a 7.3 out of
1: 10 out of 20 <laughs> out of 10 right yeah 7.3 okay yeah Aiden
2: yeah I'd go for, a, for about a 7.5 out of
1: Out of 10. (laughs) All right, I guess we're going out of 10s then. Um, Yeah. 7.4 then, I think I'll go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it was good fun. Let's put it that way. Do you know what? I'm going to admit that I said this. After the first three matches, I text Steve saying, this has got the potential to be the best WrestleMania ever yeah I think a lot of people were under that impression but it didn't quite work out that way unfortunately but hey ho it wasn't terrible I think people are being overly negative about it I
2: think it was purely just um, couldn't necessarily live up to the hype yeah it wasn't as bad it was just everyone thought it was going to be yeah. the most amazing thing ever because of all the quality of the matches yeah and it just maybe couldn't quite live up. It just fell a little bit short in
1: places. But it also exceeded in others. So Yeah. I mean, you know still a good, swings around about
2: still a good one of the top WrestleManias in the last ten years. Yes, I think so. Um
1: now, WrestleMania weekend obviously kicks off on well, I mean, in reality on Friday night with the Hall of Fame. Um Saturday night with NXT Takeover, which we haven't really touched on today and we'll hopefully we'll get to do it next week. Obviously, WrestleMania on Sunday, but then it, the party rolls on through Monday and Tuesday. So Monday nights, obviously, back on the road. Although it was in New Orleans still uh, for Monday Night Raw. So why don't we get into Raw
2: after Mania?
1: We're nameless, we're not faceless. We were born for greatness. Smoothie King Center, I think it's called. This yep. place and um, where NXT takeover was held, I think. The um, roar after WrestleMania is obviously always a big deal. It always has, well, it has been since probably 2012. Matt, would you say?
0: Yeah, it's been the highlight, has not it? The weekend sometimes.
1: Yeah, um, so the crowd is often the same, or mostly the same. Um, Bizarro world. Yeah. I'm... It annoyed me that they had that so scripted.
2: People sitting in the same seats.
1: Yeah. The signs were in the same
2: places. Um But tonight is uh, members of the WWE universe, some of the more impassioned members of the WWE universe, <laughs> yeah. who sometimes cheer the people they boo and boo the people they cheer. But it's all about having it's all in the name of having fun. Yeah. And we love it. Fuck yeah, of
1: course. You race. don't love it. <laughs> that's why you either.
2: have that's why you have to say it because yeah. you don't love it. Yeah. Um
0: did anyone watch the doc have you seen the documentary the Raw After WrestleMania? The yes. Month and Day. Do you see how pissed Seth Rollins is? No. It, he goes,
1: Yeah, it's really great. <laughs> <laughs> when and you're like, No, you really don't feel that. Yeah. Um no, I've not I've not seen that one, that bit. I've seen that one, but I can't remember that bit. Um but roar after me, always a big deal. So Oftentimes we get returns, NXT call ups and stuff, and this this week or this year's edition um, certainly didn't fail in that aspect. Um, No different. But it, it, I mean, it kicked off relatively well. I didn't expect maybe to see Stephanie straight away, but I think it made sense, and I get. The, the angle they were trying to go at she was trying to like suck up to Ronda Rousey a bit and just say right now because the whole thing was that they, once the match was over they could repackage her and move on and she's obviously tried that in a different tactic by trying to just be friends with her um,
2: and the crowd were really into Ronda still so that's a good thing yeah it was it was very much seemed like the whole um, Vince trying to get Austin corporate yeah. angle yeah it was a bit like
1: that um, but with more arm-breaking drama <laughs> Rather than stunners um,
2: And that the armbar does look like it could break her arm
1: Just a cleverly positioned camera, I think
2: Yeah Well, I think it's the way she moves her arm yeah. She has her arm up So it looks like she's like yanking it out of place mm. So, yeah good stuff
1: it was good stuff I mean I'm not against this angle continuing for a little while I don't really know what the blow off is but
2: I I, well, I watched this live I don't know if any of you did no I oh, was too else. tired I watched it live and as Ronda was coming out I went oh no no do you know what? I have Ronda in a one on one talking segment up against one of the best talkers in the business and then about five six minutes later just quoting that same tweet you're going yep fair enough <laughs> 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 it yeah, was good man.
1: It was a good segment.
2: <laughs> Michael Cole, after it goes, Ronda Rousey should change her name to Ugh. Rebel Ronda. Mm, yeah. Like, do you not know what being rowdy <laughs> means? <laughs> yeah. Michael Cole is a prick. Was <laughs> was <laughs> I was thinking this during Raw this week, in that he is, we always complain how he's so like monotonous and like his personalityness, personalityless. But then when he brings out... When he starts to be more human brings out... He's, he's, like he's a, a dick. <laughs> he's really... He's a proper dickhead. Yeah. <laughs> like, this whole Matt Hardy thing and... Like, sometimes the way he would talk to, like, Booker and Coach. Like, he's a proper... Like he's like a
1: bully. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine being bullied. He's, he's been hanging around with him too much for JBL. Imagine being bullied by Michael Cole. <laughs> oh, God. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, moving on from that. Maggle. So, other main talky ports... points from Raw. So we had um, a women's tag team match. Uh, Alexa and Mickey versus Nia and a mystery partner who turned out to be Ember Moon.
2: Why? Can't we have surprises? This was a surprise. But just hit her music and get the pop. Don't say, here comes
1: Ember Moon. Yeah, Yeah." I didn't like it either. Yeah, but the crowd still popped for it. Yeah. But not as much as they would have done. Exactly. Um, Because
2: everyone knew that she was going to get a surprise partner because she came out and then the other two. Yeah,
1: people. which was weird. They could have, should have done that the other way around, but I guess it didn't make sense that Nai had the speaking part before, didn't she? So,
2: so like, I don't know, just stop giving away things.
1: Yeah. Pisses me off. Well, it continued throughout the show, didn't it, Nat? Yep. Um, but, you know, good to see Ember Moon on the main roster. I didn't know ever to expect her on Raw or SmackDown, but I think she's a good fit for Raw.
2: Superstar Shake-Up, never know.
1: Well, Superstar yeah. shake you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's true um, but yeah I mean it was good to see She's, well, she I, deserves it
2: I feel like all the people who get called up at this week are staying where they got called up to yeah I think mean, that would
1: make sense right otherwise what's the point in calling them up to that show it exactly wasn't yeah. yeah but um, definitely deserved don't you think
2: yeah there was nothing else for her to do in NXT for...
1: achieved all she can can't go much further
2: nope open up that Spot to someone else exactly NXT. yeah. That's I what mean, the whole point
1: of NXT is it's always done that, hasn't it? There's always been that sort of revolving door of someone loses the title, they move up. Someone takes and that let's spot hope seamlessly,
0: following some of their footsteps as
1: well. Well, I mean, who who's who is down at NXT who can legitimately follow? I mean, Kerry Sane, Kerry, Kyrie, Kairi Sane.
2: Yeah, I think they they might have. Um higher hopes for oh, I think they might want to treat her similar for Dakota Kai as they did to Bailey. yeah she seems very much in a similar vein but yeah he's looking a little bit bare at the moment
1: especially after what we saw on Smackdown as well mm-hmm. Um, but yeah I mean yeah he's looking a little bit bare but I thought I remember distinctly thinking this before Yeah, and it all turning out fine so yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: I, it, it I happened, felt that when Bailey and Sasha and everyone went up. It was like, oh my God, what are they going to do? That and was then a bit... they just had a fresh batch
2: of women just ready to go. Still got Nikki Cross. Yeah. But like she yeah, apparently up. a lot
0: of people were pissed that they didn't get called up.
2: I'm not.
1: I don't... I don't know. I think they, they've certainly got a place on the roster.
2: I don't know. <laughs> it's one of those kind of gimmicks where it could easily just die on his ass. yeah a little bit
1: a bit like the Ascension mm. <laughs> who <laughs> they didn't even get in the battle world did they oh
2: god uh, mm, I'm not sure actually but if you don't then you might as well just hang yeah it
1: up. just quit go back to NXT um, so yeah Ember Moon good to see her good performance and obviously they picked up the win Jonathan
2: Coachman doesn't who, watch NXT
1: Yeah, just has no idea who anybody from NXT is right
2: <laughs> he does not watch NXT uh, I mean and he was tweeting
1: during war. <laughs> yeah I noticed this because so you uh, told him off didn't you yeah
2: stop fucking tweeting at work I know <laughs> um, I do all the time yes <laughs> but um, yeah I don't get good... paid as much as him to do it though so I'm pissed
1: Jonathan Coachman just didn't have a good weekend did he
2: no a lot of his points were kind of like where are you going yeah
1: this? it was a yeah it was a lot of stop startness a lot of, he was interrupted by ring announcers and, and people like that which um, you know it's, it's kind of just a symptom of him not being up to speed yet I don't think yeah. but at the same time I don't I yeah, don't like know months. yeah it's been a, while, a little while now you know kind of you know get there faster uh, it's not like he's not done it before um, yeah but then he's not as bad as Booker T that's a good point <laughs> and I didn't yeah I mean Booker T at times didn't know what was going on at least Coachman has the ability to maybe learn what's going on <laughs> whereas Booker T would just ignore it and carry on with whatever he was talking about sure, yeah he would care um, moving on from that then so other main talking points so we had Roman Reigns came out to address the crowd basically just admitted that he got his ass kicked um, but he was and got booed out of the place. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's part of the course now. But um, made his point that he's still there, and guess what, Brock's not. Um, but he was interrupted by returning Samoa Joe.
2: Do you know what I didn't like about this? Is that they the this, the kind of sympathy they're trying to get for Roman is like for your average wrestling fan. Is not going to feel sympathy for a guy who looks like Roman, has the body and the skin and the hair and the tattoos. He's oh, okay. rich. He's, you've, is fat. Got, he's, you've got way into this, haven't you? He, <laughs> he's cousins with The Rock. He's wrestled in all these main events, and he's trying to get sympathy for being rewarded for losing a match with a tit- with another title match that he didn't know about, trying to get sympathy that way, and it's a bit like, why yeah. are you complaining? Yeah. You got your ass kicked and you're getting another title match. Yeah. And realistically, he would have had to sign the contract. <laughs> act like he didn't know about it. He might have been concussed the night before and didn't know that I don't know. But Did, did you did you know that he, know. On, Did you know that he apparently up until Lesnar's entrance at Mania thought he was going over? really so like they're saying that part of this promo is a bit of a shoot and how he was talking about vince um in, in that uh he said when he, when he was saying that he didn't know anything yeah he was the apparent um rumor is that as lesnar was coming down to the ring vince gave the ref the instruction to say actually brock's going over tonight he's resigned because hmm. according to i think it was the observer that these talks were talks have been going on with Triple H and Vince and Brock for a few weeks now for to re sign. Um but literally nobody knew. Not not even Roman. Mm. Um only like the McMahons and like not even all of the high up officials. Yeah. So that's part of what his promo was in that like him being left in the dark and
1: you say Vince didn't bother to smarten him up yeah. as to what was going on.
2: Yeah, it's people saying it's like a shoot line.
1: Yeah. You know, part of me can see that, but do you know, part of me thinks that 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 is a work. That story is being leaked to the media as another avenue to try and get sympathy for Roman. Hmm. Oh, he's being screwed. He's being messed around. Vince just loves Brock. It wouldn't surprise me, let's put it that way, if that was a a leak
0: Vince does fucking love
1: Brock yeah he does but you can understand why he makes him a lot of money
2: maybe he's a bit twat
1: though <laughs> <laughs> say it louder
2: just a bit of a twat okay Brock listeners, oh I was going to do it oh <laughs> <laughs> I nearly did it I nearly did it he's a mojo <laughs>
1: <laughs> he's not a mojo Broly. Do you know what he is? He's a cum. Oh, oh, he went there.
2: (laughs) That's your hat trick now. Uh, Yeah, it
1: is. Oh, dear. Um, Well, anyway, we'll move on from that. Uh, But Samoa Joe came out. Someone who isn't one of those. um, Although he can act like one. Um, He came out to a good pot.
2: Samoa Joe is how... The other Samoan Joe in the ring should have been booked. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, he is. And did you know what this promo was perfect? I I love Samoa
2: Joe's promos. Just yeah. like his delivery, I love his his voice, just the, the way he, the way he says his promos, and just how like menacing and legit he is. But like,
1: he comes across very articulate when he when he does his promos. Yeah, like he speaks very well. Um, but, and
2: that's what I find the best heels are. Yeah, ones Smart who heels. who don't like he can he can get shouty. Yeah. But he doesn't need to.
1: Yeah. He remains very calm, but in a very menacing way.
2: Like like your Bray Wyatt's, your Jake the Snakes. Yeah. You don't have to get super hyped and intense all the time. Yeah. But can dial it up when it needs to be.
1: Yeah. Uh, and so Joe basically says, oh, Roman, you lose all the time. You're getting another opportunity. But guess what? I'll be waiting a Backlash. So I guess, you, as you said earlier, that match has been announced. Um, to choke you out. I mean... <laughs> Where were we before Joe got injured? Were we... I think he was looking he was, like he was going seen into Cena. something with Cena, right? Just before the Rumble, I think. Yeah. So it was just before the Rumble, wasn't it? Mm. And then all of a sudden he wasn't in the Rumble because mm. of his injury. Mm. Um, Two years in a row. Yeah. Still
2: no WrestleMania match for
1: Joe. No, no Rumble appearance. There was,
2: a, there was a long list of people who were making a WrestleMania debut this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Finn Balor for instance especially in in ring debut yeah you had Finn Balor um Wanda Rousey you had Ronda. even Steph was making a debut that
1: was a that was a record wasn't it
2: in as in what the amount of people making the debut no
1: um Steph broke a record at Wrestlemania for the uh, most amount of time between their first televised match and their first Wrestlemania match 18 years (laughs) interesting Um, I can't remember who who was second but she narrowly picked someone just by a couple months Um, but carry on debuts at Wrestlemania Um,
2: who else did we have there's a whole bunch Shinsuke
1: no Nia's been in one before Shinsuke, Shinsuke. Bobby Roode Bobby Roode, yep
2: Uh,
1: Asuka Asuka, yeah, good point Uh, loads of people in the Battle Royals yeah a yeah, big, low, long list of people
2: Big, long list of people
1: um,
2: Did you say she was yeah? Yeah, she year. was
1: in it last year, wasn't she? In the four-way Oh, yeah Um, But yeah, I mean, you have loads of debutantes Speaking of debutantes
2: Nicholas, <laughs> Nicholas That was his first there. WrestleMania So
1: Nicholas was on Raw, actually uh, So there was a bit of continuity here uh, do you know what? I actually really enjoyed this little segment. I thought it was really funny. I I, <laughs> I love Braun came across really well. I love
2: Braun Strowman. Yeah, he there is so far nothing that he's been given that he hasn't gotten over.
1: Yeah, apart from maybe Kane
2: and his Wyatt family thing.
1: Well, yeah, but that was that was. But since as pre Braun Braun, as a
2: singles guy, everything that he's done, he's gotten over this whole get these hands yeah it's just just the saying yeah it's become a catchphrase a t-shirt yeah it's got a kid saying it for him but like he was very it's good to see that kind of side of braun Mm. like it was kind of funny but it's like he he always talks about things like instagram how he wants to be like a hero for kids and stuff yeah so it was good to see him kind of being like that on tv it just made me laugh like he comes in Kurt's like, well, where's Nicholas? He's here. He's
1: been here all the whole time. Um, He's like, reluctantly, it pains me to even think this, let alone say it, but we have to relinquish the Raw Tag Team titles as Nicholas has, what, scheduling conflicts, did he say? (laughs) Yeah. He's like, he's he's in in the fourth grade. (laughs) (laughs) Which I've just thought was delivered really, really well. Um, Hmm. Yeah, Braun is uh, definitely... Every single week he's like one of the highest well, one of the best parts of Raw. Yeah. And that's the highest. And things like I can this just for.
2: add more layers onto it. It's kind yeah, of, exactly. He's not just Brawn the Killing Machine.
1: Yeah. So it was good. Um I think Kurt then went on to announce a, some sort of tag team tournament that's gonna culminate at the greatest Raw Rumble, didn't he? Um, which I have very little interest in. Mainly so, because of the teams who push. are in it. What's the point in the bar dropping it? Well, yeah, I mean, it for that moment, I guess wasn't it? It was just for that that Wrestlemania moment, um but debutants coming back to the point offers a pain, oh yes, so a lot of people were expecting this, which is not necessarily a bad thing. It shows that people feel like they deserve it, um, which is good, and I think they do. They're certainly an interesting tag team. I can see them going all the way and winning the belts first off because they are that sort of. Team that WWE would like to push, I think.
2: Putting the odd couple against the original odd couple in Sheamus and Cesaro. Yeah.
1: Um, but yeah, orphans of pain. <laughs>
3: did
2: you? Did you just call them the orphans of pain? No, I did
3: Orphans
2: of pain. <laughs> so, I, it took me about twenty-four hours to realise that orphans of pain—they're not in the Eliminator tournament. Well, they not. They're not. No. no. I thought they were. Yeah. So no. I, I thought there were two, two matches. And then the winner of those two face next week goes yeah. to the final and then the whole Slater match uh, happened. yeah. So then I was like and then the third match happened so I was like, right so there's going to be a, there must be a fourth then. Yeah, But there's not. No. So those so aren't they aren't in, in it. Because oh, okay. I was expecting I didn't expect that third tag match. Yeah. So I was expecting Revival versus AOP next week. Yeah. And I very nearly tweeted out oh, they should give these guys like 15 minutes next week to do something. Yeah. Turns out they're going
1: to get zero. So it's Revival versus who? Bray and Matt. Ah, yes, Bray and Matt. Hmm, Who can forget?
2: On the Expedition of Gold. Oh, dear. (laughs) (laughs) No, I was just going to mention something later on, but I guess we haven't spoke about the first half of it.
1: Okay, I know what you're going to say. But yeah, AOP, good to see them. Seems like they're ditching ball lettering, though.
2: Yeah, I guess it makes sense if they're going to be like on the road all the time.
1: Yeah, because I think Paul Owen has been quite vocal on the fact that he doesn't want to be on the road oh, at crap? his age all the time. They had seen it. That was
2: just a estimation, which was obviously accurate because yeah. I'm that good.
1: Well done. Um, getting to your point then, Aiden. the first part of this. So, <laughs> Seth Rollins addressed the crowd. Um, was he interrupted by the Miz? <laughs> He was interrupted by Finn. By Finn, uh, and then Smiley, the Miz, Smiley Finn, Smiley, Smiley Finn, um, and then obviously Miz and the Miz come down, challenged to a match, a handicap match, but all of a sudden, for some reason, Jeff Hardy appears. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad thing, you know. We like Jeff Hardy. Just didn't make a lot of sense, but you know, fair enough. Um, Aiden, I imagine the sight. Oh, well, of... I suppose
2: he was in his. I think he was in a feud with the Miz when he got injured. Was he? Yeah, because he, remember you he won the Battle Royal and that didn't quite an little title match, and then disappeared pretty soon after. True
1: that. True that. Um, Aiden, I imagine the sight of seeing Jeff Hardy and Seth Rollins teaming up is a uh, wet dream for you.
2: Definitely up there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what the was up there? One everywhere. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you don't want to know what was up there uh,
1: <laughs> but yeah so um, Jeff Hardy teams with Finn and Seth to take on the Miz and the Miztourage later in the night but before that we get a pretty funny interesting moment
2: backstage um, <laughs> this, this is actually the kind of Jeff Hardy I want to see yeah where he's, a bit cooler He like it's like he just he kind of has to humour his he's humouring
1: his weird older brother so he, he's
2: brother Nero over here on the right on the left, he's just Jeff.
1: Yeah. I, was, I quite like this. And I thought the whole... I loved the way that they
2: all went. What the hell was that? What that about? Well, <laughs> I, was... well, I don't know. I don't <laughs> know. <laughs> just put... Just shoot some gum, walks off. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it, yeah, it was very... It, it was cool to see. Um, I don't necessarily think Jeff maybe does the... The accent and the words no, as well. He does but... The expedition of gold. <laughs> but... Do, you know what? Do you know what it reminds me of, like having a sibling at school? <laughs> just have to look out for them and be like, Yeah, he's a bit weird, but you know. Yeah, he's a bit of a dick, but Yeah, we've I mean brother. we've all we've all been there. Isn't it weird that Jeff Hardy is now the more normal Hardy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Whoever thought that. Are they
1: just disregarding the fact that he was in the Old Mac deletion then? as what? brother Nero eh? he, he's been very are they
2: not just
0: like disregarding that match ever happened yeah. apart from Bray being now just Bray oh. again but a little bit different
2: well he's been but a face he's been rid of the um... I can't remember the word they used of the oh, I can't remember either but, 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 but... yeah um, Jeff's been very vocal about having more deletions in the future ultimate deletions in the future mm. He said he definitely doesn't think this is the last one. He wants to have one where he's in it doing a swamp on off a tree. <laughs> oh, it. for fuck's
1: sake. Sounds like Jeff.
2: I'm saying that in the in the Hall of Fame red carpet. I think mean, he also was also talking about it on Edge and Christian's podcast last week. Did you
1: No, I've not listened to it.
0: Yeah. I've not
1: listened to it,
2: yeah. It's very surreal to when you think about it that not only do they have Edge and Matt Hardy... In oh, the same yeah. room, having a podcast on Friday, but then having them all on stage, like hugging and stuff. Like, obviously, they've all moved on got wives and kids now, but it's weird to think just of like what's happened in the past. Yeah. How they were all so close and then so not. Yeah. And now they are close again. <laughs> good yeah, good to see. Yeah,
1: it's good to see. Um, I'll forgive that one. I listened. You think you said that Matt was his woken self in that podcast as well? He,
2: he was for about five minutes. All right. And then he reverted back for about 10, 15. And then kept reverting back and forth, like he would just occasionally go, <laughs> and then switch back into his accent. Because so he weird. would just, he would just be like, they would be talking about something, and he'd be like, "Ah, oh, the memories of this have, have have put me into my normal state <laughs> for a minute." And then he reverts back, and it's, it is so funny though, know, like just hearing the other guys piss themselves. Because like Edging Christian, never yeah. been in the same room with Woken Matt Hardy before. Yeah. Um, and just hearing like even Jeff in the background, just trying not to crack up, even though he's <laughs> used to this now, it is well. Funny. It must
1: be really bizarre.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it is because he's so committed to it. Yeah. yeah, play to him. They're doing. Have you seen they're doing a twenty four on it? No, they're doing a twenty four on the Woken stuff. Really? Um, also doing a twenty four on Ronda. they doing a, 365 doing a three styles. six five on AJ Styles. Three six five on AJ Styles, which should be pretty cool. And I watched the, which is a difficult sentence to say, the. 24 on Raw, Raw 25 the Raw this week. <laughs> I watched that. I watched that as well. And also the Shinsuke Chronicles. I haven't seen the Shinsuke one.
1: It's very, that's really good. It's very
2: cool. It's, it's like, it's very different from a 24. Yeah. It's not like, it's, it's just Shinsuke. Mm. There's nothing from anyone else. There's a, bit, there's a bit where Shinsuke's talking to Sina, Shinsuke's talking to um, Xavier, mm. but it's just him right. on his own the entire time. Just words from him. It's not like, Getting cutting words, getting a reference from someone else saying, "Oh, Shinsuke does this, this, and this." Yeah. Just Shinsuke Yeah,
1: sounds pretty cool. Um, do you know? Also, I'm also in the middle of watching,
2: and the way it's shot is yeah. amazing. Like, the production is incredible. Oh, fair enough.
1: I'll have to give that a, give that a watch. I'm also in the middle of watching. What? the 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 giant documentary on HBO.
2: Where that has came you got out that? Yesterday, didn't it or yeah. today?
1: So, Matt, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 offline, I'll uh, I'll give you the link, and Thank don't, you very want to, much. don't want to give my secrets away. Um but it's in a normal place. <laughs> but it's it's actually really, really good so far.
2: How Lots. long is it?
1: Probably just over an hour. It's in two parts on the link, so um but yeah, it's it's been really, really good so far.
2: Yeah, I can imagine.
1: Lots of interesting facts and stories. Um some unbelievable ones as well. <laughs> but uh we'll get to, you'll get to hear those. Um, something
0: unbelievable that happened this week on Raw. Go for it. Page announcing that she's retiring from in reaction. Well I mean, I don't think it was
1: unbelievable. It was certainly a big moment and it was really sad to see. And she was obviously very upset. Do you know
0: what? I was ready to come on here and be like, I'm absolutely gutted. It's the worst moment for a few years.
1: Yeah.
0: And then SmackDown happened, I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I think that's yeah, I think,
1: I we, think would... we would be feeling a lot differently about it had SmackDown not have gone the way it did.
2: And I think I don't want to blow my own horn here, but I did call this you wait, but you could. about <laughs> a, a week or two after the injury happened, mm. and how they still hadn't announced it by then. That I said, they, if she is to retire, she will announce it after Mania.
1: Yeah. Made sense, I guess. Um, they played into the whole New Orleans thing, and that being the very place that she won, mm-hmm. she made her raw debut and won the title. Um, so it made sense, um, and it was a sad moment. Like, I feel like it didn't quite get the attention it deserved at the time.
2: Yeah, I guess so. I think it's because because it's just part of such a packed show. Yeah. Um, I like we said. I, I'm I'm glad SmackDown went the way it did because I know like she's got her clothing line that she's been doing but like I very much wanted Paige to land on her feet and do something good yeah because she's obviously got a fair amount of demons troubles Uh, yeah um so yeah hopefully I I wasn't sure if they were gonna keep her with absolution for a bit yeah keep her in our manager kind of role but I think this role makes more sense because I guess without Paige there to eventually be physical back up or to get in the ring then it wouldn't make sense for her to be that, like a manager that young anyway
1: yeah, exactly um,
2: so, do you know apparently most of the women call her mum backstage, mum? yeah, even though she's younger than almost all of them Mom. they call her Mom. mom. Um,
1: we'll touch on Smackdown in a sec just going back to Raw, no way Jose
2: meh can you believe we're only about 360-something days away from him being his first Andre the Giant Battle Memorial? Battle <laughs> Memorial? I saw that tweet. Memorial, memorial Battle memorial.
1: Yeah, you messed that one up, didn't you?
2: Yeah, I did. Come on, <laughs> do-over. Do no. What a pointless call-up. I don't I want know. to write him off.
1: I don't want to write him off, but he's got, but I'm writing him off. He's got Apollo Crews written all over him.
2: He's got Adam Rose written all over him, if well, so he yeah. continues with that fucking posse. That's a good
1: point, the conga line.
0: Do you know what else was completely pointless? You might not agree with me, but fucking a
1: return. Oh, Bobby fucking Lasley. Forgot
2: about this. Yeah, I hate Bobby Lasley. I never liked him. Never ever. And I didn't liked. want to see him come back. And at about quarter past one in the morning, when I was watching Raw live, I saw a tweet of um. Let me just get it up here. That's what she said. Yep. <laughs> It was um Day. Someone, someone from the crowd had taken a picture of one of the T te- one of the monitors on the uh T V side. And yeah. um they were kind of rehearsing and editing a Bobby Lashley Titantron. So on the screen it's just got Bobby Lashley written all over it. And, oh for fuck's sake. Like with a raw background. Oh. Um, <laughs> so I saw that about quarter past one. Mm. Oh, well, brilliant. that's, <laughs> that's that. So yeah. Great. Couldn't wait. And his oh, yeah. fucking
0: tattooed
1: eyebrows. Oh, that was fucking <laughs> weird.
2: Impressive suplex. I'll give him that. It's impressive suplex, yeah. But shit eyebrows. He's
1: a lot older than I thought as well.
2: Have you seen them up-close eyebrows? Yeah, I've seen your photo. What the hell is going on there? No idea. No.
0: But, you know... Well, it's not going to be long before he's part of Tartus Worldwide.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't see that all happening. Um... But, you know, someone else to squash Elias, which, you know, seems what Elias is good for these days.
0: Pat over was Elias. I know.
2: Um, I suppose, did we, Have we already gone past two uh, rogue former SmackDown superstars showing up on?
1: No, well, we haven't mentioned this, but we've gone past it, but yeah. With
2: the line of the night from Kurt Angle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, obviously, appearing on Raw, basically asking for a job. But um, for some reason, Kurt says that his roster is full. And he's only got one spot left,
2: which pissed you know me what? off. I'd have gone straight, straight away, I'd have gone.
1: Uh, um, well, you can get rid of Heath Flavor and Rhino. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wasn't he going to the other month? Yeah, exactly. Well, because I, I was just thinking, like, oh, he doesn't have room for two more people yet. Yeah, he's just called up Ember Moon, Authors of Pain, No, no Way no, Jose, no Bobby, no, Lashley. I Bobby Lashley. Like no way, Jose!
3: You could have just exactly. cut him, And just, you're going back down to the next teammate. We'll just send
2: cut him. <laughs> he's probably on like probation or something.
1: <laughs> yeah, so he's got probationary period where he has to pass.
2: Just send him back. And no, he, he can't even dance that well.
1: No, but um, so the angle made them have a match next, uh, against each other. The winner of which wins a r- raw contract.
2: What? what just, was, don't know if you saw this coming. What, what was the, the line you said? Oh,
1: the line, oh. brilliant. Um. I said, oh, well, he said oh, there's only one spot available. Well, no, what did he? How did he lead into it? I
2: don't, I don't have any room for you guys here, but...
1: Oh, yeah, I don't have any room, <laughs> but I hear TNA are hiring. <laughs>
2: and the crowd will lost their and shit. you could see Savvy
1: Zane trying to <laughs> laugh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how planned that was. Yeah. I
1: don't know. It's a bit weird because they never, ever mention it, do they?
2: They've no, I don't think they've ever mentioned them by name.
1: Someone on Twitter said that they have before a few times.
2: I don't ever recall it on like maybe on um, network shows. Yeah, like I, I watched AJ I watched Ride Along. Ride Along with Bobby Roode. Yeah, and they've probably mentioned that Dixie Carter on her Kango documentary. They probably mentioned that she was a TNA owner or something. Yeah, but I don't ever recall on Raw or SmackDown them saying the words or even acknowledging like the way they acknowledge TNA is by saying that they've been all over the world yeah. and won championships <laughs> everywhere.
1: Yeah. Um, it was it was a funny moment. Um, Kevin Owens and Sam Zayn had a good match on Raw. I
2: remember, when Battleground 2016 was the last time we were going to get that match.
1: Yep, um, but ultimately count. ended in a double well
2: knockout. I guess you'd call it. Just double count out. Yeah, but they went out
1: the ring. No, a the contest. As there was a no contest, so neither of them win a contract. And where do we go from here?
2: Yeah, nothing really came of that. No, bit. no, nothing. I I liked. Um, it was it was probably the closest thing we ever kind of kind of get from an apology from Kevin Owens. Yeah, the whole kind of like, I need this. Yeah. Like, that that was quite it was quite cool seeing that. Um, it was a different side. And to them, going into it, if there was going to be a winner, I thought that Sammy was going to win. Mm. Um, I feel like it'd be more interesting with Kevin out of a job rather than Sammy. Yeah, but both of yeah. them out.
1: <laughs> Don't know where to go with it, um, but interested to see. Yeah, hopefully they're not really.
2: Imagine if sure. they if they end up all in.
1: Wow, well, that'd be the next thing. That'd be the next tweet that they can send out to really spark Because
2: like with with the whole things they were doing at WrestleMania Access, the whole like tournaments with Evolve and all that kind of stuff, mm. like they could maybe just have them wrestle those kind of shows for a bit, mm. go full hog with this story. Yeah. That would be cool. It would be quite cool. Different, because they've already got partnerships with those kind of progress. Yeah, yeah. Kind of evolve progress and what, the IPW. Is it then the Scottish ones?
1: ICW.
2: What? Whatever. Yeah, whatever the ones we didn't see. <laughs> the IPW
1: is the one we saw. Yeah. Um. Yeah, definitely interested to see. So I think we've pretty much covered all with RAW. I know that the, the six-man tag match happened. Um, and Jeff looked great. Won the match for his team. Um or did he? I don't know, I think Kirbston might want it.
2: The anyway. Swanton to Curtis Axel. Yeah. Brutal.
1: Yeah, it's always brutal. Especially for a forty year old man. It's
2: it's what he was saying on, on Edge and Christians podcast was that he used to look after the others he would <laughs> he would land high on his shoulders but it would just destroy his lower back yeah. so now he says i just look after myself <laughs> <laughs> like he said that someone asked carl anderson what's the most painful move you've ever taken expecting it to be like something ridiculous and he said swan on from jeff hardy yeah. like i couldn't breathe for about two days because <laughs> 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 he just landed square on him that's so painful um
1: Right, we're going to have to zip right through (laughs) SmackDown, but there are a couple of points we want to make about it, so... Well, I've got to love you and leave
0: you. Have you?
1: Yeah, because I want to go and get Danielle. Ah, okay, mate. Well, it's a first. We've got a... Matt shows up only half the time, and now this time he's leaving halfway through the show. It's hardly halfway through
2: the show. We're we're on two hours. It better not be halfway through the show. (laughs) We're going to do a WrestleMania podcast. (laughs) All
1: right, Matt, we'll let you off. Just one time. Just one time. Um, anyway, peeps, my uh, my Twitter
0: feed is <laughs> at the Bear and Bumby. And I will see you next week.
1: Just on my catchphrase.
2: <laughs> Bye, Matt. Bye, Matt. See ya.
1: Hey, and just the two of us then to uh, to get into SmackDown Live. I'm so as, I glad say, <laughs> <laughs> just, as I say, he's gone. As I say, we'll have to zip through it because it's getting late.
2: Um, and you know, I think I've had enough of
1: wrestling this week. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's been a lot of wrestling watching and talking. <laughs>
1: um, so, SmackDown started with Shane and the big announcement that I was so, so happy to see. And I think the crowd were as well. Paige is the new GM of SmackDown Live. Such a good decision for a start. And she just looks like a natural. Yeah. Seems like a really good fit for her.
2: Yeah, it seems good. Um and
1: have you noticed how many british GMs we've got now? <laughs> british as in William Regal as William well. William Regal, Drake Maverick. Oh, yeah, Drake
2: Maverick, yeah. We're three to one on the Americans. Taking over. Jeez. Um yeah, all makes sense. It just
1: need Nigel McGuinness to be a of Raw and then we'll
2: as a full set. I suppose they probably wanted to get the get a female in power mm. cuz you know, women and stuff. Um <laughs> But yeah, it was all good all round. Made a good first Act as GM. Crowd loved it. Yep, crowd booing that Daniel Bryan had had added his resignation as GM manager. I was yeah, like, yeah. do you do you not realise what this means? Yeah, yeah. idiot? <laughs>
1: yeah, Shane did even spell it out for them that he's yeah. He was like, this is a, this is a good thing, by the way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, really good uh, opening segment. Um, and yeah, as you say, she made a pretty pretty cool main event. Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. I did wonder, like, what they were doing. Like, who... (laughs) Because I know the Rusev day's chance started when she was delaying the announcement of who Daniel Bryan was going to face. And I thought, God, I hope they don't continue because it's probably not Rusev. Uh, And anyone who she does announce after that is going to be a disappointment to them. Uh, But then the AJ chance started. I was
2: expecting someone to interrupt. Yeah. And it did not necessarily be who they were going to announce, but... yeah. Someone who would be like Dolph an Ziegler. easy first win for Brian. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought
1: Dolph Ziggler was going to be it, and then when the Rusev Day chance started, I was like, "Oh, please don't be Dolph Ziggler now." <laughs> <laughs> um, although that's good a- heel heat, and then it was AJ Styles. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that do um, for no reason, but you know, for shits and giggles, really. Um, so that match was made. Um, it wasn't too much else on SmackDown of substance other than a big moment. Charlotte Flair? Oh, right.
2: Oh, I thought you were talking about Randy Orton.
1: <laughs> Charlotte Flair came out to address the crowd, address her victory, basically just say Asuka's really good, everything's fine, and then she's interrupted. next. Interrupted. Yeah, she said, who? Who does she? Go who does she next? get to make does she magic make with, with, next? with next?" Yeah, and it turns out it's not the iconic duo,
2: the iconics.
1: It's the iconics. A bit, a why do they do this I don't know I don't get it what's the problem with Iconics
2: they also spell Iconics are two eyes I know though.
1: what the fuck
2: mm. I do like Peyton Rice's theme music though
1: it's alright yeah it's quite cool different <laughs> slightly like Asian sounding
2: yeah very like, Arab, Arabic a little bit Arabic of. yeah <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm very tired
1: I'm loving the serenading. It's great. Um but they obviously put a major beat down on Charlotte. Very long beat down. It went yeah. on ages. And is it? Good, li- it good just little... me Who didn't see the cash-in come in. Am i that
2: naive that I did you not hear the crowd chanting no. for Carmella? No, I didn't. As as they beat her up on the outside, there was a massive Carmella, Carmela. Well, no, I
1: just I didn't I wasn't obviously paying that much attention. I didn't think that much into it. I have seen his got a before
2: I don't want to blow my own trumpet but I have said for months and months that she'll cash in on the on the Smackdown after Mania <laughs> yeah she got a massive reaction everyone loved it
1: I was I don't know were we watching the same one <laughs> I thought people were a little bit like boom
2: I think mostly it was very positive. I mean, was
1: positive, but there was a little splatter in a booze. but It was overwhelming. I reckon ninety
2: percent of the people were cheering. Mm, okay, fair was, enough. And it was a good, good little promo from the Iconics. Yeah, beforehand. they did
1: really well actually. I thought.
2: Just there's even things like I would like to thank air for letting me breathe. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, I, I mean, love Peyton I mean, Royce. They're, She's they're one a, of my favorites.
1: They're a good addition to the roster.
2: Addition. Addition. <laughs>
1: um. So yeah, and Carmella's new women's champ.
2: Yeah, right. there was talk of a potential like free woman team, but I w- I wouldn't want to see them team with Carmella unless they eventually turn on her.
1: Well, I mean, um I don't think that's happening now that in the promo after the the win, she, yeah. she basically said she who.
2: Did you see Ellsworth tweet ago? He could have yeah. at least said my name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um but yeah he said uh, forever the girl uh, forever my friend who's a girl (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was quite cool Um, so yeah big moment Carmella's new women's champ what do we make of that
2: going from the match we just had at Wrestlemania to Carmella as women's champ to Carmella having one move to do in a 10 second match and not even connecting with her kick Ugh. But I I'm sure she'll be a chicken shit kind of champion who always runs away and manages to escape but not for I can't see her having it past summer. I think Asuka takes it off of her. Depends on where Asuka ends up, innit? She wasn't on anywhere to be seen this week. I
1: think she'll be on SmackDown. now. Um I think Asuka takes it off of uh, know, uh, that's that leads into the way that Charlotte and Asuka have another feud leading up. I think. Right. But actually, saying that, I can see Charlotte going to Raw.
2: I reckon Sasha's going to SmackDown.
1: Well, Superstar Shake Up next week.
2: Let's find out next Monday and Tuesdays, a Tuesday. Tuesday um, then.
1: Have to tune into our show next week to find out who went where. Unless you actually watch the. Yeah, it that's week. Just, I mean, unless you, can, you just can just watch. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah. um, unless you want
2: like an hour and a half roundup, then sure. Yeah
1: but I mean there wasn't too much else on Smackdown obviously the main event was good um, but it was interrupted by Shinsuke a uh, heel Shinsuke oh, I liked his God. little finger of Renee by the way
2: <laughs> yeah that was very good Renée the crowd was, reacted Renée massively was, like she was very bone. yeah she was couldn't could conf- <laughs> she was on the front foot
1: <laughs> I don't know what you were trying to say
2: that's all what do a confronting like I couldn't think of the word like I don't know Anyway, but yeah, it was like
1: confrontational.
2: Yeah, no, yeah, I think that's what I was trying to say. Aggressive. But like his his sarcasm was good. Yeah, and then just the whole Mino's speak English. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crowd. Sorry. Got massive for that. Mino speak English. <laughs> because if you watch the um, thingy, the chronicles, he speaks very good English. Really? Yeah. All right. Like there's subtitles the entire way through. Yeah. But. Like his everything is he's very well. The sentences are well constructed, mm. and he uses good big words. <laughs> good big words, and he can, he can speak English clearer than he necess- than he does like in his promos. I think yeah. so. Oh,
1: that's good to know. Um, but yeah, I'm liking this new Hill Shinsuke. How long may it continue? Yeah. yeah so he interrupts the main event. Obviously, he gets heel heat. which was by a meme. good
2: main event because I um. Was watching this, and I had to pause it just before the match started. I saw how long was left, and there was about eleven minutes. Mm. And I was like, oh, "They're not really going to get that long." Yeah. So something must must happen, but they managed to fit a lot in that, especially towards the last couple minutes.
1: Yeah, it was it was actually a really good match, and that's not really a surprise. Um Just. Like, keep saying it really great to see Dan O'Brien back <laughs> it's kind of weird <laughs> it's just weird. like because now it's like it he's strange. just not GM he's just,
2: <laughs> now it's just, on just Dan O'Brien again when's he gonna lose
1: well it's interesting to see where he fits in that roster as well
2: yeah um, like but. do you pull the trigger straight away and have him go for something like a title yeah or does he have to work his way from the bottom up but then there's does no he inevitably bro. inevitably beat Rusev there's no
1: well yeah there's no heel or authority figure for him to be held down by now yeah so unless, unless Shane,
2: Shane turns him. into a twat which one of his,
1: <laughs> but Shane was taking a leave of absence a couple of weeks <laughs> ago, so he bloody needs it now. Yeah, um, I can't see Paige being that heel authority figure to Daniel Bryan. No. So. Um, yeah, it's a bit strange. I don't know where, where he fits, he might move to the raw, and then there will be a heel authority figure. But we've seen that storyline before. Um, but yeah, a really great main event. Shinsuke interrupts, instantly gets hill heat by kneeing Daniel Bryan in the back of the head. <laughs> Yeah, um, and then just yeah another attack on AJ, three
2: low blows. I know, one which like
1: lifted AJ off. Yeah, just forward. like you did, you almost did a back body yeah. drop on have like. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen that before. Um, so maybe a little bit excessive on the ball shots, <laughs> but other than that, it yeah. was good. Um, and yeah, just liking this new Shinsuke. Long may that continue. Um, what's not going to continue is our roundup of SmackDown. Other than to say that the Rusev has beat a new day in a good match and well, now the number one contenders for their championship. Even also, though they are owed a rematch anyway.
2: And also Rusev Day has been cancelled.
1: Rusev Day has
2: been cancelled. And Corey Graves saying Rusev Day has been cancelled leads me to believe that Rusev is now a phase.
1: Yes. Or that it's the end of Rusev's career.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's more likely. I was surprised to see him actually. Yeah, I was a little bit. I think I tweeted after he him. lost at WrestleMania that that's just it, he's gone now. Yeah. Didn't expect it. Because have you seen He tweeted He said After the Smackdown He tweeted saying Enough is enough And maybe it's time For a change <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know um, What also Leads me to believe that Obviously there were Rumours circulating About his whole Contract situation But You notice how Lana Got virtually no mention On the women's battle royal She got eliminated she just went Oh there goes Lana And then that was it
2: didn't watch it really <laughs> I wouldn't pay attention
1: well again that would lead you know into that whole contract rumour that both of them will be leaving soon who knows maybe they won't I hope they don't but um they probably will. why not just get them back together right?
2: yeah Put them back together. there's no need for them they're both on the same brand there's she used, used to be such to. a
1: good heat magnet for him but now I think she could really work as a face manager for him yeah I guess so Honor is the best that number one. Number one. That was terrible clapping. <laughs> um, but yeah. Roundup of SmackDown. Roundup of Raw. Roundup of WrestleMania. In the can. Oh, that was a pretty long one. What were we on?
2: Two hours and twenty-three minutes. So we'll edit some of it down. I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't think we can. I don't think we can. I can't imagine how tired some of the people who went to WrestleMania are feeling. I know, man,
1: although at least it's at normal times of the day for them
2: yeah I guess but in terms of just like you're doing so many things and so many back to back days mm. sometimes like two shows a day or something
1: well we'll find out next year then won't we Aiden? maybe hopefully need some commitment <laughs> <laughs> a lot of money you've got a house to buy Oof. you can do it Um but yeah one thing that other people can do is follow us on Twitter. If you listen to the show and don't follow us on Twitter, you're missing out because Aiden's live tweeting and other general tweets are really, really funny and really good. Um, so you should probably get on that. So you can find us at the underscore PWP on Twitter.
2: Only so long. I can keep it up. So, you know, better, better get on. fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you are tired. I was going like. to say, you better get on it while you can. So.
1: <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. Um, but... Yeah, you're missing out. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Find us on Instagram at the People's Wrestling Podcast. I'm at AliBunker88. He's at Bunker. Yeah. Um,
2: and yeah, just yeah,
1: generally give us a follow. Engage more. I've noticed a little bit more engagement over WrestleMania weekend, which is good.
2: A little bit. We've managed to get over 600 followers this week. Yeah. So we've got... Not in one week. No. <laughs> so we've gained about... 150 in two, three weeks. Two yeah. weeks yeah. yeah.
1: Pretty good. Mm. So, you know, long may that continue. um all that remains to be said is thank you very much, guys, for listening. And we will see you next week.